0: We just launched the B team today B team in all areas Jason for Hillary I mean that's really like more like C team I mean mm-hmm. if you really want to mm-hmm. estimate it mm-hmm. and then uh, Pat and too today for Glenn who is who is out for uh, unfortunate reasons uh, he's okay but having some family uh, emergency issues we'll get into that a little bit later on uh, today and uh, and then you I mean you were like our second choice for an audience seconds. We really we had some other people in mind uh, they couldn't make it. <laughs> uh so thank you for for joining us today. Uh um. <laughs> No, but mm-hmm. you know, we're not saying you're bad. We're just saying, like,
1: right. we'd rather have. Does seem counterintuitive else. to call your audience the B audience? Yeah. But you know, that's us. Really? We're, we're counterintuitive. <laughs> Again,
0: that way. If we were, if we were good hosts, we wouldn't be the B hosts. <laughs> right, right, right. So we don't know the basics, uh, but we'll get to uh, all the news today about uh, what's you know still going on in Iran. A lot of uh, kind of election stuff going on as well with uh, new polls and such. We can get into that today, mm-hmm. and so much more. By the way, it's the twentieth anniversary of the show today. And Glenn's not here That's (laughs) sad
1: that he's not here for his 20th anniversary
0: (laughs) It is Back in a second
1: Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It is Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, sadly, on his on the twentieth anniversary of this particular show, beginning, he's he's not here to be able to do it yet. Family emergency, yeah. which we'll probably tell you about later on, since he's posting it anyway. And uh, so I guess it's not it's not a secret. Um, all right, we got a lot going on today. There's a lot to be. To be uh, discussed about the situation in Iran and, of course, impeachment and the election, the 2020 election. We'll get to all of that and lots more coming up in 60 seconds.
2: This is the Glenn Beck program.
0: So Casey found himself in a pretty awful situation a few years ago. He nearly lost his job when someone using his driver's license received eight violations before being caught. Untangling that particular mess was what drove Casey to begin shopping around for a way to protect himself. Uh, The bank, he said, just treated me like a number. But when he discovered LifeLock, he found himself dealing with people who seemed, as he put it, like someone I know. It's nice to have someone who actually cares about your situation every once in a while. Casey had been a victim, and he didn't want to be a victim again. LifeLock has helped him make that a reality ever since. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity thefts. Things like your social security number being for sale on the dark web. You don't want that to happen. And if your identity is stolen, LifeLock's U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can protect, all, uh, prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can see threats you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% on your first year by using promo code BEC. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use promo code BEC for 25% off.
1: It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenbeck program, 727 Seven B E C K. it looks more and more like Iran, either accidentally or, or on purpose, shot down that Ukrainian airliner the other night. <laughs> killing all 176 on board. So, so bizarre. I mean, didn't you suspect that though from the very from the very beginning? Because it was just too weird that all those missiles were launched and then coincidentally a plane just crashes into Iran? Did not seem possible. It didn't no it, it didn't. It
0: did not seem possible. Uh, you know, if you're in the middle of a of a six- to eight-hour buffet binge, and then you
1: have a, a, a terrible case of heartburn,
0: I guess you could have had the heartburn. Anyway? Anyway, but it just yeah.
1: seems really unlikely. Seems like the binge might have brought it on. Yeah, that's usually the way that works. Yeah, and of course, Iran is denying it. Uh, they, they called us uh, big liars. Wow. Pants are on fire. I think they also said pants on fire. Yeah, they said
0: na-na-na-na-na yeah. yeah. as well in an official statement from the
1: Tolo. Yeah, strange. Huh? But, uh,
0: uh, you know, one thing that's interesting about us being liars mm. uh, is the video. Of,
1: mm, of yeah. the, uh,
0: multiple videos from multiple different areas of missiles striking planes and then bringing them to the ground. I thought that was some pretty good evidence, but Iran saying no. No, no it's not. It's not quite enough.
1: <laughs> it, it's incredible and really sad because... Uh, these people had nothing to do with what's going on. And, you know, even the U.S. is saying it was it was probably accidental, which nobody would ever give us the benefit of the doubt on that if it, if it involved us and we shot down some airliner. Uh, nobody would say, well, they did it accidentally. Uh, but that's actually what, what American officials are saying. That's what President Trump is saying about Iran. And that, sh- that seems to be the
0: intelligence from all over the world, Canada, yeah. Europe, um, everybody seems to agree that this was a missile and likely was a mistake now you never know with these things because a mistake it could be a mistake essentially from the regime in that they didn't intend to shoot down a plane but some person who you know was on the they have a ring of, of anti-aircraft weaponry around uh, the city and mm-hmm. one person deciding this was either a threat or screw these people. I'm taking that thing down. That could all, that that's in a way intentional, right? They're trying mm-hmm. to do it. Doesn't necessarily mean that it was a, the position of the of the country,
1: right? Maybe the, or maybe they confused the airline with somebody else. Yeah. maybe they thought it was American. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but I'm sure eventually over time we'll we'll get that figured out. That's but it's not surprising because Iran. Apparently was in possession of the black box from the plane, one of them, and they wouldn't they wouldn't turn it over. So there must be a reason for that.
2: <laughs>
0: <I> mean, <it's, laughs> you know. Well,
1: well, first of all, they wouldn't turn over the black box. Second of all,
0: uh, I believe it was ABC got footage of the crash area the day after the crash. Nothing there. Now that's not how you investigate an air uh, an aircraft, uh, you know, barreling into the ground and exploding. You the pieces are there. Every you know you know how meticulous they are with these things. Mm-hmm. They'll sit there and they'll investigate that for months. They'll look at every single piece. They'll catalog it all. Uh, instead, they're just like uh, bulldoze that field over there, and uh, hopefully, no one notices. Jeez. I mean, it's it's blatantly obvious that does yeah, this, this happened. but you know. What do you expect, right? I've, no one expects anything more out of Iran. I, I, I expect I thought a little bit more out of U.S. officials who are running to their uh, social media accounts to try to tweet how Trump was responsible for Iran shooting down a plane. Because, you know, he oh, he yeah. started this chaotic time, Pat. And you can't expect a country to not fire against, you know, commercial airlines, Crazy. When when uh, it's a chaotic time, that's obviously Trump's fault. And by the way, we should all remember that Trump was responding. The, the take, taking this guy out right. was not a was not a first move by the United States. Iran was shooting was, was had just killed a U.S. citizen. Uh, they were uh, in the middle of these protests that were arranged by this particular guy, Soleimani. And uh, there are reports of potentially a an imminent threat against uh, U.S. positions, designed by this guy who now sadly is not around to tell us about it. So this was not a first strike by the U.S. This is this is a strike that uh, was in uh, um, you know both defensive and uh, in response to an attack by Iran. Mm-hmm. And we're sick of it. We 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 made this. We've decided to do something here. And sometimes doing something makes people nervous, but we've decided to say, you know what, we're no longer going to play this game where we act like your proxies are not you. We're no longer going to say, you know what, it's, it's, (laughs) oh gosh, those, those militia groups, let's pretend as if we don't know they were directed by Iran.
1: Let's pretend. And let's pretend the IEDs didn't come from Iran. Yeah.
0: Let's just step back and just forget pretend because that's really been our position for for forever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All through the Barack Obama years, for sure. And maybe even through some of George W. Bush's years. Yeah. Uh, we just ignored it. We just let it go. I mean, we talked about a whole bunch of different things that have happened over the last, certainly uh, the last 20 years and even the last 40 years that have all come from Iran. And we've done nothing about it until now. And and now we're wrong to respond to any of it? It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's like the Democrats are working for the Iranian uh, regime. It, it I mean they they give they spew their propaganda for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, it, it, at least if nothing else, it seems like trying to take Trump down is more important to them for sure it than is. a the truth mm-hmm. about this incident and right. b the danger that is Iran. I mean, they don't seem to they seem to be much more concerned about a Republican being
1: president than any of those things. Here's one of the uh, Democrats uh, blaming President Trump uh, in part for uh, the, the shooting down of the uh, of the plane the other night. If what is being projected is true, uh, this is yet another example of collateral damage from the actions that
3: have been taken in a provocative Jeez. way by the President of the United States. Okay. Well, is this type of miscalculation, let's say? On the part of the Iranians, more likely now to result in even heightened tensions.
1: I would say that the uh, continued saber—excuse me—the the continued saber rattling by the president or uh, doesn't help us. Um, I also feel strongly that by taking out Mm -hmm. General Soleimani, that that did not somehow uh, rid us of any of the planning that the Iranians would be doing (laughs) or that the Shia militia that is um, throughout the region uh, is also engaged in doing. And we also have the the leader of the Shia militia who was assassinated as well that uh, may be the subject of some efforts to seek revenge. So her most important point there was that it's, it's Donald Trump's fault. That's incredible. Uh, uh, her, it's uh, I, That's playing right into the hands of the Iranian regime to me. And it's triple
0: incredible because it's Jackie Spire. Right. I right. mean, Jackie Spire is... She was at, in Jonestown, if you don't know. She was the one that went to Jonestown with... Uh, a, a, she was working for a congressman at the time. Uh, and this is where, all you know... 900 plus people died uh, mm-hmm. by drinking the, the and I'm going I'm I'm to get, get this right, the Flavorade. It was not the guy who crashes through your walls oh, in a giant glass. It wasn't Kool-Aid. It was Kool-Aid. not Kool-Aid. Do you, do you oh, imagine this? Wow. All of these years, they've been saying drink the, drink Kool-Aid. the it's, Kool-Aid. It was Flavor-Aid. It wow. was a rip-off Kool-Aid thing. I didn't and even Kool-Aid know that. Kool-Aid gets the blame. It's unfair. <laughs> and I'm standing up for the guy that goes, oh, yeah, when he comes through the wall. Because okay. it was not his fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jackie Spire was there. She watched her boss Jeez. get murdered. Right? And be judging by her logic here... He was responsible for the incident because he's the one that started off this chaotic situation where he went over there and visited and tried to rescue all of these people. Instead, a terrible incident happens where murderers wind up murdering a bunch of people. Is that Jackie's fault? Cuz I've never considered it her fault. I've never considered it her boss's fault. It's not it's the fault of the people who who actually do the things. This is such a difficult mm-hmm. thing for America to to wrap their arms around these days when it comes down to a shooting. Or it comes down to a situation like this. We have to find somebody else that fits into our worldview to blame. Instead, like, oh, it's guns. It's gun manufacturers. It's it's this. It's this. No, it's the person who's who's responsible for the act. Iran is responsible for killing this, uh, this group of 176 people, period.
1: And you got Pete Buttigieg implying that the U.S. is sharing the blame with Iran for shooting down the airliner. I mean... Uh This is a guy who is running for president who's also trying to pin the blame on us. Wow. Judge said, innocent civilians are now dead because they were caught in the middle of an unnecessary and unwanted military tit-for-tat. My thoughts are with the families and loved ones. <laughs> I love that. Oh, it's just gosh. this, look, they just were caught in the crossfire.
0: What, what, no, they shot down an yeah, airliner. Right. That is different than being caught in the crossfire. It indicates that, like, oh, well... A, a, a missile flying towards something else happened to hit
1: uh, something that's in the between. Case. That's we weren't the, that's shooting no. at anybody at the time. There was no crossfire. No. There was only fire. There was only fire. <laughs> no one was coming from Iran. Which is, by the way, been the situation
0: <sighs> this entire time. This entire time, Iran has been mm-hmm. taking out U.S. soldiers in Iraq with its IEDs. It's been some rockets. It's been all sorts of different things. But we know this guy, Suleimani is responsible for 600 of them himself, 600 right. U.S. soldiers. And we have one of the two major parties out there acting as if it's, it was wrong to take him out. I mean, I, I don't think there's any question. Is it morally justifiable what we did with Suleimani? Yes. Is it legally justifiable? Absolutely yes. The only question was, and I think some people had—there's a, you know, a very small slice of America— who actually just had honest questions was like crap is this going to blow up into something that we don't want to deal with mm-hmm. and that's a legitimate question and one i'm sure donald trump seriously considered before deciding to pull the trigger on this you know that is a big part of it even when it is morally justifiable and legally justifiable do you want to deal with the blowback the decision of donald trump for the past two years and barack obama for eight years before that and george w bush before that was no Right? Like we don't yeah. want to make that—we don't want to deal with that pushback. So let's all pretend as if these things aren't happening and try to just minimize them. Um, and Trump has changed that calculus, and it's changed the calculus for Iran. That doesn't mean that some of these groups might still do crazy things. But now you have to realize if you're Iran, it's your job to keep these groups in line. Because if they do things uh, without uh, your knowledge even, we're going to think it's you. And that that message being communicated to Iran pretty, with a big exclamation point in the form of an
1: explosion, Uh I think is
0: pretty effective.
1: Very. And it was obviously proxies that they were using at the embassy Mm -hmm. uh, that precipitated this attack on uh, Soleimani. So, yeah, we have sent a really strong message that even if this is your proxies, we're coming after you for it. That's a powerful statement. And they, we've said for years that people in the Middle East respond to strength. They don't respond well to weakness. They think that's the green light for them to go ahead and attack you even more. Mm-hmm. But now, they've seen strength, and I think that's going to act as a deterrent. I think it's pretty obvious that, you know, with the lobbing the 15 missiles into U.S. air bases that really hit nothing, um, that's uh, that shows you that they're taking this pretty seriously, and they understand some of the ramifications for this. 888 727 BECK, it's patent stew for Glenn. Uh, more in 60 seconds.
0: All right, they say you don't want to talk about religion, you don't want to talk about politics. Well, like 7,000 steps below that on the list of desirable conversations is ED. You don't want to have any conversations about that. But with Roman, it's now easy to talk about it with a real doctor who can prescribe real medication. With Roman, you can get free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if they're like, oh, I think medication is a good idea here, they're going to ship that medication to you for free with two-day shipping. You don't have to go see anybody. Uh, The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. To get started, go to GetRoman.com and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but that was before Roman came on the scene. Just complete an online visit today and connect with a doctor, and they'll take care of it for you. Go to GetRoman.com slash Beck. GetRoman.com slash Get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. It's GetRoman.com slash Beck for free to get started. GetRoman.com slash Beck. Break for 10 seconds. Station ID.
1: It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Sadly, he's not here today, which is his twentieth anniversary of this particular show. Remarkable, yeah.
0: You know, uh, yeah. The twenty. Yeah. So this is twenty years ago today. The Glenn Beck program debuted on nine seventy WFLA, the Mothership in Tampa, <laughs> Florida, and uh, started a now twenty year run. Uh, it was a. It was you know I guess it was. Right after we signed our syndication deal to to go syndicate to get syndicated in uh, August of two thousand one, you may notice that date had some significance uh, with world events. Uh, just a few mm-hmm. weeks after we signed that contract, uh, they nine eleven happened and they moved up the launch. It was supposed to launch in January two thousand two, right? And they moved up the launch uh, to uh september i want to say we launched september 14th or 15th i mean through the whole network it was together. right after 9-11 yeah, I right after 9/11. That. yeah mm-hmm. um so that was the first national show but this show started at 970 wfla glenn if you don't know his history came from i mean he did uh music radio uh for and you know the, mm-hmm. the best moments of that happened with uh one pat gray uh and, you know and glenn basically failed on his own but when he was with <laughs> pat things went really well <laughs> and uh mm-hmm. and he was doing music radio when i met him now a little over 20 years ago i mean he was basically i mean he was showing up barely showing up on time and look 20 years later here he is not here uh but he was barely showing up on time to start the show he oh, was, he was so, disinterested oh, so disinterested in doing music
1: radio mm-hmm. he couldn't care less he didn't care But there's a <laughs> the song would end mm-hmm. and he would say uh there's uh that song by what's-his-face uh okay so and, <laughs> legitimately that <laughs> bad. we move on to something else it was legitimately he was that disinterested in it i, I remember starting with him because <laughs> i started interning
0: for glenn like a you know a little bit before he i mean he was in the he was in the midst of not caring about radio but he was he wasn't into talk radio uh hadn't done any real shows as far as that had you know when it comes to news and politics hadn't even started that really yet and he's doing a music show. And he decided to tell me that he's like, I've got a great idea for the show. I'm like, you know, he hadn't shown any interest in the show at all. So it was kind of interesting to see him have this great idea. His idea was that we should do a flashback every day to start the show. Let's take a moment from the previous show and we'll, we'll start the show with that so people can get caught up. And he's giving me this big hard sell. I'm thinking to myself, he just wants to come in late. This is not <laughs> this. Is. So every day I would have to put together a flashback uh-huh. of the previous show that would air right. It was a six. It was a show that aired six to ten. And from six to like six fifteen was a flashback. And then six fifteen. And like did he not show up oh, until he, then? Oh, absolutely not in the yeah. building. Yeah. Six fifteen to six twenty was like commercials. Then it became well when we come out of the commercials, play a couple songs. Uh huh. So then like six twenty to six, you know, thirty would be music, and then it was like time for weather. Mm-hmm. And he's like, You just do the and weather traffic. and then go back to, into commercials. Yeah. And then we go back into more songs. Legitimately, he was showing up some days at like six thirty five, six forty. <laughs> when the show, show starts at six
1: at six yeah
0: that's that's yeah. where his mind was a little over 20 years ago uh, a lot of that's changed over the years yes it has uh, and so very much so 20th anniversary of of the show starting on wfla and he's not here for unfortunately uh, real reasons it's not like he's just being lazy and and asking us to do a best of program he's uh, got some a family emergency popped up last night he had to fly out uh, of town late in the evening um, we're praying for him and, and and for, you know, Vinny and Mary and Dom and a whole list of people. Uh, and he asked us specifically to ask you uh, as well to keep them in your prayers because he's going through, uh, you know, something pretty serious. And we're, we're hoping that uh, everything's going to be uh, okay. Hopefully hopefully he's back here on Monday. Um, but I know next week uh, Mary has a, su- uh, a very serious surgery. He talked about his that's his daughter, if you don't know. And uh, yeah, yeah, that starts next Mary. week. Yeah, uh, mm. yeah. So it's it's a he's going. It's a tough time right now uh, yeah. when a lot going on in the world. Uh, we we're only I think Monday is three weeks from the Iowa caucus. That's how close we are to this whole election thing really kicking off.
1: And the Senate trial for impeachment may start next
0: week. Insane. I mean, I just <laughs> every time you think like, oh, there's enough in the news cycle to last us for months, and then it just triples. Yep. So. There it is. Uh, well, we'll have Glenn hopefully back on uh, Monday. Some really interesting polling, bizarre polling that came out last night and, and launches a new person into the debates. We'll tell you about that coming up.
2: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
4: American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The poets say that home is where the heart is, and that's true. Home is also where your mortgage is, and,
0: uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people leave that part of it out. But while we're on the subject, how is your mortgage going right now? You paying that thing off? Are you paying a little bit too much? Are you paying more than you'd like to? Are you looking to refinance and maybe get down to a more reasonable rate? Because this is a great time to do it. Do you want to consolidate debt and get yourself back on track to face the new year with a spring in your step? I think I would like that. Or you may be looking to take a first leap into owning a home altogether. These are the things that the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing can help you answer. A 10-minute phone call could be the first step towards changing your life. American Financing is a family-owned mortgage company that's been helping people for over 20 years. They're the real deal. I've dealt with them myself. And they frequently save their customers up to 1000 bucks a month, sometimes more. They have an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau and over 4,000 Google reviews. Don't wait. Give them a call today. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net.
1: Glenn, Mark Levin, Stephen Crowder, and me, Pat Gray, all in one location. Use the promo code Glenn for $10 off at blazetv.com slash Glenn. 727 BECK. It's uh fat and stew for Glenn on the Glenn Beck show. Uh, we also have, uh, we're being joined by Jeffy for some reason now. Isn't he the from, host uh, of Chewing the Fat? It yes, seems to I he is. Am. Yeah, you are? I am. That is confirmed. It is confirmed. Where, would I,
4: where would I get that? You just go to theblaze.com slash podcast and click on Chewing the Fat. It's just that easy. It's just that easy. Right. It'll open up and you'll see a plethora of platforms you can subscribe on. Mm. All right. <laughs> it's just Good. that simple. Wow. <laughs> exciting. It's an exciting time. It is, it is an exciting time. Okay, so all I really want to talk about is the Royals, and I know, Stu. The Royal, The Royals. You, uh, and not yeah. the Kansas City Royals, because. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an interesting topic yeah, to bring up in it, the middle of a talk show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my question is, though, is uh, Meghan Markle I mean, and Harry are, uh, you know, cutting ties as their, uh, you know, with their official duties. Mm-hmm to uh, to the to the crown. It is a weird. I will.
0: I do not care about the royals, but that I is I not either. But a, this is somewhat interesting because yeah. it
4: is so weird. It, it, the 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 fight has been on for quite some time now. But my question is, is that now that they're cutting ties, they're going to be looking for gigs,
5: mm. and
4: uh, you know, Megan's probably going to want to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to need to pick up some little extra cash on the side. Mm-hmm. And how did she leave the television show Suits oh, that she was on? Yes. That they, they, if they didn't kill her off. Is Suits cause... still on? <laughs> Suits just
0: ended. That's, That's what, what I did. thought. The series finale
4: oh. was just a few months ago. So um, they could, you know, kick it back up with the Netflix deal.
0: Oh, you're, you know what? You're right because they, they, they especially with Megan coming back, right? If Megan so. comes back, they would pour money into that show, I which know. is a great freaking show. If you've never watched Suits, <laughs> I, you know, I kind of had this idea because I remember USA Network growing up, mm-hmm. where like they did reruns mm-hmm. of like old yeah. game shows, and I never, I don't think I ever. Maybe they did some reruns of you know, uh, like L- Law and Order type shows. Uh, I, like I don't, never anything I wanted to watch on USA. And one day, I just got sucked into Suits and watched a couple episodes, and now there's nine seasons of it. And I freaking love that show. I loved all the people mm-hmm. on it. And Meghan Markle, uh, you know, the, the princess now, uh, was one of the main characters on the show. She's a duchess, Duchess, thank you. Duchess, yes, whatever. She's a uh, you're right. Sorry about that. This, nah. oh, don't I don't know. Again, I don't know anything about the royals. All I cared about is she was ruining Suits by leaving. That's what I cared about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, you're right. They would If she would do that, they'd pour money into it. Right. I like this idea. And so
4: then, you know, did they did
0: they kill her off, or did she just oh, leave? She uh, so uh, spoiler alert: if you're just starting the series, uh, she left uh, to uh, to to run like a legal clinic in Seattle. with
4: husband. how with many her seasons ago? So, two. The last two you know, those, seasons didn't have okay. they, they hung out for right. the last they they hung on for another two seasons after Meg, and it was still good. It, the show is it, the show is freaking
0: good. It's a good show. Uh, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, they could bring her back. And mm-hmm. all those other guys would be like a screw. I mean, now now that she's the princess, that just, Duchess, Duchess, whatever. Sick of that you is, trying to
4: make her a princess, I'll tell you that.
0: Well, she gets there at some point, right?
4: Uh, I don't she's married to a and prince. Not now. If you're
0: married to a prince, you're a princess. That's my new declaration.
4: <laughs> well, and here's and the that's thing. that's that. that's some of the reason that the fight started, right? Because Harry will never be king, and William, his brother, will, right? He's in line. Okay. And so Kate and Meghan do not get along. Because Kate is always like, she's never going to be queen, but she's like, my husband's going to be king. And, uh, and yours, yours, isn't. yours isn't. So, back up. <laughs> are you kidding? I mean, <laughs> is that really a thing that happens it's within a, the royal y- family? Y- yes. Come I, on. I, I, that's been reported to me 100%.
1: I think this is great because, you know. <laughs> I love that England's still leaving, living this fairy tale. It's just great. And it's...
0: I love that we're just still. I believe this is an extension of the Revolutionary War. Uh huh. In that we're like, you know what? We never finished off that whole monarchy thing. That was our only mistake in the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. We let them maintain yeah, we their did. monarchy, <laughs> we and let now Megan's doing it. And now we're like, you know what? We're sending over a spy. Uh-huh. She's going to marry into the family and blow the whole thing up. And not, not in a in an explosion way, but in a uh, we're ripping the the, the royal family and, apart and way. She has done
4: that for sure. She <laughs> has most definitely done
0: that. <laughs> I love, all the it's funny. It's like all the suspicions of like the British. Are like I don't know. She's there. He's marrying. An American like this is well. I guess it's okay now. Like two months in, you find out no, no, you're totally screwed. We're we're resting this whole
4: thing up. Yeah, it was too much for, and that's why today you have to deal with, megsit. Oh man. So I mean, just Um, (laughs) by the
0: way, on this front, which is this is hilarious. We just spent four minutes talking about about the royal family.
4: we could keep going.
0: When yesterday Brexit finally passes, yesterday was it even mentioned?
1: Probably not. Oh
4: no!
0: I, like it is so hilarious. W- this was the only thing anyone talked about for no, how no. many years. It fi- we had the election. The Boris Boris Johnson does well in it. Yesterday, the thing just sails through easily. Like, no, no big deal. Brexit finally going to happen. End of the month. Excellent. After all this time, all this and back Meghan and forth.
4: That's true. Harry and Meghan leave. Nobody cares about. It. <laughs> it's it's amazing.
0: It is. It's incredible. Like someone was brought up to me the other day. Like, oh, you know, this this impeachment thing. You know, Nancy Pelosi was going to she's going to bring over the articles of impeachment to the Senate. I was like, that seems like it was like 1985. <laughs> I know. Like, it like what? sure the does. The impeachment. <sighs> well, they were like 16 news cycles past the impeachment. Yeah. It sure does. Could could Nancy Pelosi have choked this process any any any, no, any she, more dramatic fashion? No, she lost fashion?
1: this thing big, big time. Yeah. Horrible she lost job by her. Big.
0: She, this is. I mean, everyone kind of knows that she's. This is her last time as speaker, anyway, likely because she was going to get voted out or at least had a possibility of being voted out and and sort of made a deal of, like, this is my last one. Just say, I'll do this last one, and then we'll turn it over to somebody else. After this, how can she be—I mean, she can't even go for this again, right? I mean, this is is an immense failure of leadership. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to impeach Donald Trump, they should have started it earlier— on the whole Russia thing. And then this all st- this stuff would have come out
4: probably eventually but anyway. But she didn't really want to. Right? She, that she was said she didn't
0: want to. But if she didn't want to, why the
4: hell did she do it? It's because she was trying to appease the, the young upstarts. I mean, that's going to be her argument. Yeah. But, I mean, she she didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what? Here's
0: the thing. I have a mute button on Twitter. I'm very good <laughs> at ignoring Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She should get good at it, too. Why? Why do you care oh. what Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is saying? Who cares what Ilhan Omar is saying? You do what you think is right. You're supposed to be the speaker of the freaking House. Yeah. And so I don't. I don't know if I buy that she was pushed into it by this 28 year old. It just seems to me that she thought it was a good strategy and she'd win. And what she found out is she was wrong. Yeah. Right. This is. This has it, been a. This has been a, patently a disaster. It's a disaster for them. For them. I mean, I. You know. I, it is. Yeah. They got this impeachment. They get to say that he's impeached, but they're getting nothing out of it. People have forgotten
4: about it already. It's gonna go into the Senate and it's a joke. Except that now, right, uh Senator McConnell wants to uh you know, says he's gonna have the trial as like next week.
5: Yeah, right? they want so, to get it
4: over with. Right. But mm-hmm. that means that uh the people running for the democratic presidential nomination <laughs> have to be there. Uh oh. Well they have to be required. there or be out or of be it. Or be out of it, one right? Of the, so, one the other. So do they show up to the debate? That they're having next week or not. I mean, McConnell's pulling the plug on that, r- pulling the rug out from underneath them there. I mean, you I would assume
0: they could, you know, if it's not going on at that moment, they could fly in, do the debate. Don't try to bog me down with technicalities, well, too. They're <laughs> either in or they're out. But they can't <laughs> campaign, right? They can't campaign right. in these in right. these areas. They can't be right. on the ground going to every county on a no-malarkey tour. Now, no-malarkey no uh, Joe can do that because he's not in the Senate anymore. <laughs> right. But a lot of these candidates are in the Senate. I mean, Bernie Sanders is in the Senate. Elizabeth Warren is in the Senate. Um, and Amy Klobuchar is in yeah. the Senate. Cory Booker is in the Senate and apparently still running. Michael Bennett is actually still running, and he's in the Senate. Uh, in fact, uh, probably be a good thing for him because uh, if he can you know, maybe somebody will notice that he's running
1: if he's if he's there. Isn't it amazing he's still in this race? Cory Booker too. Nobody even knows him. Nobody even knows, but at least people understand who Cory Booker is. They know who he is yeah. generally. Nobody knows who Michael Bennett is. No, I don't think in his own state people know who he is. No, it's like my, we have a senator named Michael, Michael Bennett. Bennett. <laughs> when did that
0: start? Yeah, when Bennett was uh, running early on. He was like, you know what, this Trump thing—it's all chaos. It's all you, every day you wake up there's a new crazy headline. He's like, if I'm president, I'll be boring. I'll make sure to bore you every day. And it's like, well, you're doing a good job at that. Congratulations, I say, That is promise kept. Yes. We should give him some credit on this. He is boring all of us to death.
1: Uh, yes, yes. Did you see that Bloomberg's up to uh, third in at least one national poll? I think so he was tied for third I mean, at money,
4: 11%. Money he could buy a little bit.
1: I mean, the money he's spending is apparently making some inroads for him. <laughs> yeah. And he's spending a lot of they it. He's spending a lot
4: of money. I mean, you can't even I mean, I personally can't click on anything YouTube without seeing a Michael Bloomberg. It's video. incredible. He I mean, it really he really is everywhere. Yeah. Um I was in uh, over vacation in
0: Nevada for a, uh, a couple of days and they uh everywhere there is Tom Steyer ads. Uh I've the seen other a lot of those air. too. Yeah. He's running a lot of yeah. them. The, Tom Steyer uh had He's made so everyone expected him to miss this debate. He was down at the last minute. Needed two qualifying polls, and the way those things work is you have to have, um, you know, I think it's I can't remember exactly what it is right now. I think it's six percent nationally or four percent in an early state poll, and you have to have a certain number of polls. He needed two more as of last night. Got them both last night. Oh, uh, nice. in, in sort of remarkable wow. fashion. Are they going to allow it? Uh, they are going to allow it. So it's a qualifying poll from uh, Fox News, and. The amazing part about it was Nevada and South Carolina. Steyer finished in double digits in both states. One of them, I think, it was South Carolina, at fifteen percent.
1: Tom Steyer, Tom Steyer, Steyer? who
0: is legitimately what? the least what? interesting person in America. Oh, he is the he's awful. He
1: is so
4: boring. It boring is boring and impossible to stay awake when he's speaking. It's impossible. Oh, well, wow. I mean, the only difference from him wow. and Michael Bennett is that he's got the cash. Yeah
0: uh yeah uh, well mm-hmm. yeah i mean uh, bennett is much more conservative i will say than steyer Styer steyer is uh, elizabeth warren bernie sanders he's in that yeah, camp in is. fact he started an organization to impeach donald trump in october of 2017 17 jeez oh uh, so he's he's been on this he's bandwagon a for a long yeah. time he's like i don't really have anything here but i'd like to impeach him because he just he's really i don't like, <laughs> I don't him. like him so listen <laughs> to this poll this is south carolina fox news and by the way you know, Fox News gets criticism from the left, of course, but they're a very well respected uh, polling outfit. Like they're, they're they're one of the highest ranked pollsters there are across the board mm. uh, in South Carolina. Joe Biden still with a hefty lead, thirty six percent. Tom Steyer wow. in second at fifteen percent Vern- in South Carolina. South Carolina. Then wow. Bernie Sanders fourteen, Warren ten, Buttigieg at four. And again, the Buttigieg thing is interesting because. I mean,
1: this guy—he can't get any minority support <laughs> at all. African Americans zero. do not they like, like the him.
0: Pete Buttigieg; yeah. they are not fans. Uh, he gets zero percent in a lot of these polls from African Americans. Um, then uh, hmm. the other one was Nevada, and the Joe Biden had
4: thirty-some percent uh, in, the, in the in the thirty-six. World that, I mean, yeah, thirty-six. That's, mm-hmm. that's and
0: he does very well with African American voters. And he's been dominating South Carolina the entire time. So this—and the only issue with Biden, as far as this campaign goes—is you start off with. Uh, two super white states with iowa and new hampshire right then you have nevada third you don't get to a really strong biden state until fourth so if he loses which is very plausible he doesn't win Mm -hmm. any of the first three states it could be complicated here's the nevada poll though biden at 23 he's leading in nevada here sanders at 17 steyer and warren tied at 12 now most people across the country don't even know who tom steyer is bloomberg you might know who he is yeah um but well, here's the here's the dramatic part about it is Steyer has spent something in the neighborhood of eighty million dollars uh, so far. He's been running, and almost all of it spent on early state uh, po- uh, advertising. So the people in those early states know who this guy is. They're sick of his face. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's the feeling on Tom Steyer. But he's doing, you know, he, you know, again, money can get you. You know, it's like the, the Yankees, right? Like, you can spend and spend and spend and get yourself to be competitive every year. Doesn't mean you're going to win the World Series, but mm-hmm. you can get yourself into the game yeah. a little bit. And that's what Steyer's done. Bloomberg has already way outspent Steyer. He's only been in the race oh, yeah. for a few weeks as compared to Steyer, who's been in for you know several months. Uh, Steyer spent something like 80 million, and, and, and Bloomberg's already up well over 150 million. Yeah, he's and, about doubled him. Yeah, and he's going to, by the time Super Tuesday happens, and and this is the interesting part about uh, Bloomberg, he's going to probably spend a quarter of a billion dollars on this, and he's running almost unopposed because he's only advertising in Super Tuesday states when none of the other candidates are doing much of anything there. So well, it's a fascinating, it's going to yeah, be a fascinating is. experiment
1: to see if he can actually make a dent. Seven two triple 727 beck More coming up.
0: Again. Chewing the Fat
1: with Jeff Fisher. Thank you can you. get it
0: wherever you get your podcasts. Not that long ago when getting cheap cell phone service also meant getting lower quality. Remember those days? For the longest time, you're stuck paying whatever the big companies charged, knowing all the while that some of your bill was going to support left-wing causes. Abortion, op- open borders, a lot of anti-gun stuff. All this stuff that feels good for these companies to say, we've donated to this cause, the Flowery Children's Foundation, which winds up, winds up being some anti-Second Amendment thing. Well, it doesn't have to be that way anymore. All carriers use one of the same four towers. They're all in the same towers anyway. So companies like Patriot Mobile are able to afford uh, to give you the same coverage as AT&T or Verizon, but they can do it without donating your money to leftist causes. They actually donate to conservative causes that you believe in, religious liberty, life, and the Second Amendment, and they can do it a lot cheaper too. Starting at only 25 bucks. their plans come with unlimited talk and text, and they have reliable nationwide service with no hidden fees. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, and when you use the offer code Beck, you're going to get a free month of service when you open a new line. Uh, You also uh, call their U.S.-based customer service team at 877-367-7524. Vote with your dollars. Support companies fighting with your side of the argument. Save money. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or the number 877-367-7524. It's 877-367-7524 for Patriot Mobile.
2: Listening to Glenn Beck.
0: Well, Donald Trump, as you know, is destroying our country. Mm-hmm. He's uh, basically <laughs> just, just set fire to every aspect of our world, as you know. As you know, I mean, you've watched the news, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, you may have missed a couple stories when you watch the news. Sometimes they don't get to everything. Like, for example, uh, unemployment at 3.5% now, another 145,000 jobs were added. Jeez. this is an amazing wow. an amazing situation I mean we this is what
1: fifth highest or the best unemployment
0: rate in 50 years or yeah. more
1: yes literally since 1969 right
0: I think so I mean that's incredible uh it really <laughs> is and you know it was a point there's a point where they thought four percent unemployment was quote unquote full employment it really couldn't go below that in any measurable way well here we are yeah. at 3.5 percent I mean can a president really lose a a presidential election when unemployment is at 3.5 percent it's hard to imagine I will say uh you know the unemployment rate was pretty low when al gore lost to george w bush but a very close election and it of course wasn't the incumbent he was the vice president of the incumbent uh uh party you know here is the situation I i would not say it's smooth sailing but it's hard to imagine if the economy stays this strong which we still have, you know, 11 months or 10 months to go, so it could turn negative, hopefully not. But if it, if it stays this strong, how does the president lose? I mean, how do you lose an election when you're, the unemployment rate is 3.5%? Hopefully he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I just can't. You know, how do you make the argument that we need to change everything up when you're Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren in this situation? It's bizarre. Yeah. This is the Glenn Beck
2: Programme.
0: Yes, B team is in today. Uh, although, I guess, I mean, Bill O'Reilly's the A team, right? Bill O'Reilly's coming Absolutely. up here in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. Get his uh, take on what happened in Iran, uh, you know, what's going on with the elections. Also, we have a, a little situation uh, where we've seen, he's got a column out about kind of the uh, the PC culture and taking everybody down and the the woke nonsense we're dealing with. We'll get into that as well. 888 727 Beck is the phone number. Uh, it's Glenn Beck's 20th anniversary program. 28 years since this show launched on 970 WFLA. Back in the day.
1: 45 seconds. And then here
0: we are. <laughs> Glenn's not here today. Uh, but he uh, has a family emergency going on. and Would ask for your prayers today. Uh, hopefully everything is going to be okay. We'll uh, keep you updated. We're hoping he's back Monday, but we don't really know at this point. Um, so we'll get uh, get into that uh, coming up as well as uh, there's a lot of st- i mean there's there's one really crazy story from washington that we need to get into It's <laughs> one of the strangest stories i've ever read in my entire life but we'll get into that and some Elon omar updates as well here in the Glenn Beck program back in just a second with bill o'reilly
1: and enlightenment it's pat and stew for glenn today 888 beck we've got bill o'reilly from billoreilly.com coming up in just a minute uh we'll get we'll get to that and uh a lot more in one minute this
2: is the glenbeck program
1: you spend what a third of your life sleeping
0: a little depressing when you think about it that way, but it's important time, right? I mean, every, you spend more time sleeping than almost anything else that you do, and if you're going to do that, you might as well make it comfortable. That's why uh, my pillow is fantastic. I sleep on the the, the Giza uh, sheets that they have. Uh, we we use, and they're really really comfortable. Uh, you know, just decadent sheets. If you're a sheet snob, you're going to love the sheets from from my pillow. Plus, the pillow, of course, is is amazing. Um, you know, Glenn initially had a pillow, and he's like, "I don't know if I'm a huge fan of this," and and met up with Mike Lindell, and Mike was like, "Well, you've got the wrong pillow. You need this kind of pillow." And you know, Glenn's got a head that's you know weighs like 150 pounds, so you need to have a specific type of pillow to to support that. Uh, and my pillow has it. Uh, and you've helped Mike uh, build my pillow into the incredible company it is today. And he's giving back. Uh, these great sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza cotton. They're uh, ultra soft, they're breathable, and extremely durable. And they get softer the more that you use them. Right now, Giza Dream Sheets are uh, buy one set, get one free with promo code BECK. Buy one, get one free with promo code BECK. Remember, all My Pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, but you're not going to want to send them back. That would be crazy. That would be insane. Go to mypillow.com, click on the New Radio Listener Specials to buy one pair of Giza Dream Sheets and get one free. There are also deep discounts on all other MyPillow products as well. Use the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117 for these great radio specials. And thank you from Mike Lindell. You know, lately there is never a shortage of topics to talk about. And Bill O'Reilly joins us now. Uh, To uh, get us uh, up to speed on what's going on uh, this week, Mr. O'Reilly, welcome to the program.
3: Stu and Pat, Mm did you guys have a hit in the '60s? Hey, Paula, (laughs) we (laughs) did. We did. That was us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of my favorites. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's been
0: a long time. I'm glad somebody remembers (laughs) our our hit song, Uh, Bill. uh, I mean, it's been a crazy week. Uh, You know, I I don't know where to start. Let's start with (laughs) Iran. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is the media not telling us about this situation?
3: Global warming is responsible. <laughs> yes. That's what the media isn't telling you. <laughs> yes. uh, Soleimani, the terrorist general, so hot over there, he lost his mind. <laughs> ordered the attack of the American embassy in Baghdad, two consecutive days of mm. Shiite militia under the uh, orders of Soleimani um, terrorizing uh, our embassy. Uh, then they caught them at the airport, U.S. Intel, um, and they smoked them. So that's what happened. And you then bring it over to the United States where there are two things going on. Number one, that most people have no idea what the CUDS force is, where only 28 percent of Americans in a survey taken this week could actually – pinpoint where Iran is on a map when given the map and, and an outline. They didn't, they didn't fill in the country's names, but they said, here's the map of the Middle East. Where's Iran? 28% of Americans could do it. So I'd say the frame of reference of our people here, not the best. And then you combine that with the hate uh, hey, Trump movement, whereas anything President Trump does is bad and evil. Mm-hmm. But if you're president, so if you're sitting there and the U.S. Embassy, which is American property, it's American soil, is attacked, and then you know the guy did it, is in a certain place, you don't do anything to him. Is that what we're looking at now? Apparently it is. Because Bernie Sanders and, and Elizabeth Warren, even Biden, Biden dancing, as he usually does, But, no, you know, you can't do that. you got to let them just attack the embassy. And I'm saying to myself, what is going on? Excuse me. What is happening to this country? Because that wouldn't have even been debatable even five years ago. Even Barack Obama, as soft as he was, would have retaliated against the general that ordered an attack on an American embassy.
0: I, I, so it seems where like we are. Bill we we have a big uh, I think a big change. I mean today's Glenn's 20th anniversary of doing this program, which is crazy. And about half of that time uh, back in history, I remember one morning waking up and seeing the news that Osama bin Laden had been killed. And this was not a moment where right-wing media came out and started criticizing Barack Obama. It was a moment that we celebrated as a country together. As, yeah. as a as a wonderful mm-hmm. thing, this terrible person who was killing Americans was gone, and that is does not seem to be present at all with this. With and guess who
3: is was the only member of the Obama cabinet that advised against the Pakistani raid by the SEALs?
0: Mm. Oh, was it <laughs> Joe Biden? Joe Biden? Yeah. Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. He said it was the All most right. difficult decision in 500 years, which I never <laughs> so, understood. I didn't know he was that. Know, old I mean, either. that's
3: why that's why Trump is salivating about you know whether it's Biden. It's not going to be the Socialists. It's either going to be Biden or Buttigieg. Buttigieg, I guess, is an outside chance for this nomination. But you are living in a country now that is becoming increasingly distracted by the personal devices. This is another underreported story especially younger people under 40, um, they don't pay attention to anything but what's in their hand. And they get dribs and drabs of what's happening, but as I said, they don't know what the history of Iran is, what Iran is trying to do, the violence that they've brought to the Middle Eastern region, which includes killing Americans. They don't know any of this. And the media does not want to educate anymore or put forth facts. That's not why the media is in business. They're in business to either hate or like Donald Trump. That's where the money is, and there's a lot of money. So, you know, we're, we're living in a, in a rapidly changing time. Um, but Trump this week, I think he did himself some good by being measured. Uh, I think going forward, if he can continue that tone, um, that is a good chance to be reelected.
0: You did write a book about Donald Trump. What do you think the chances are that he continues this
3: tone? Well, it's an excellent question, and it's based on speculation. In the United States of Trump, you know, he says humbly, is by far and away the best book ever written on Donald Trump. <laughs> because you, it's not a pro or, or anti-Trump book. I'm just trying to explain the man. And in my explanation of Donald Trump, there is the fact that no one knows what he will do. I don't think he even knows what he's doing from day to day. You know, it's all about how he feels. Uh, is is he aggrieved? Is he? You know, it's a very unpredictable situation in the White House right now, and that's not good.
0: You know, it's it, not good. It's interesting because the one of the knocks on Trump, and if you look at the polling, it's supported there as well. They think he's doing a great job with the economy, and there's a bunch of stuff they really like. One of the things they, the American people, tend to worry about is how he would handle a major international crisis. And if you see this here, I mean, so I, far how do you not rate this great. an A plus so far? I mean, yeah. this has been yeah, he
3: handled it well, yeah. and that drove the uh, you know it was interesting to watch the reaction from the hate Trump networks after his speech. They really didn't know where to go. All right. Right. So it was like, wow, he was moderate. He's not going to hit them back. He's Not going to escalate. So what do we do now? What do we do Mm -hmm. now? And then it kind of degenerated into this amorphous. uh, Well, he didn't consult with Congress and he didn't tell Nancy Pelosi what he was going to do. You know, and and the Americans immediately, as they have with impeachment, turned away after that. Um, So. You know, we live in a time now where facts and truth really doesn't mean that much. And that disturbs me.
0: Okay. let me, You brought up impeachment, and I'm fascinated by this. Do you understand, Bill O'Reilly, what Nancy Pelosi is attempting to do here? Because she seems to—she waited for two years. She finally decided to go forward with the impeachment on basically no evidence. She rushed it through and said she couldn't call witnesses because she had to get it done so fast. And now is holding on to the articles of impeachment with seemingly no plan whatsoever. I mean, if you are a Democrat, aren't you looking at her and saying this is a massive failure?
3: I don't think Democrats care, and I don't think Republicans care anymore. I think this story is dead. <laughs> well, that's a massive <laughs>
0: failure for them, wow. right? Why do it if the story's yeah, going to die it, in a week?
3: It's a failure, but they got PR out of it. It's all, it was all, always a PR stunt. It's like evil Knievel. I mean, that's what it was like. I'm going to jump over the, uh, the you know, the gorge. Um, it's Nancy Pelosi. I'm going to impeach President Trump. All right. So you did it, and not one Republican voted for it. You know there's no s- chance of a conviction. So we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. Um, she'll send it over. Feinstein, basically, the senator from California, Democratic senator, said, look, Nancy, send it over. We, uh, This is boring we got to get this on. So she'll send it over on Monday or maybe late this afternoon, um, and then it'll go nowhere. McConnell already has a stranglehold on the process over there in the Senate. But, you know, Pelosi is a creature of the party, and the party says, okay, it's not going to ultimately work for us, but we got the damage on the impeachment, and so now we'll go to something else.
1: But this is— uh, like a major loss for nancy pelosi don't you think
3: I mean, it looks Not like for her people though you see the hate the hate trump people uh, the democrats the liberals the far left um they don't look at it that way they don't process it that way um they never really thought that this was going to remove donald trump i mean even, even a nut like sheila jackson lee didn't think that um, they just wanted to embarrass him, and they, and they put him off his game and then hope he reacts in a way that's going to hurt him. See, it's all about pushing, 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 and hoping Donald Trump then reacts in a way that's going to make it worse. So that's what it was all about.
1: It does seem like the, like the president has some momentum, though, now, doesn't it? Because he's, he's handled this situation with Iran really well. And and now it looks like he's going to win on this impeachment situation too. That she she is now even acquiescing and saying, "Yeah, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send the articles to the Senate soon." So it seems to me that after the Senate trial, he's going to have quite a bit of momentum heading into uh, springtime.
3: I think his poll numbers will go up a little bit um, to the mid 40s, maybe upper 40s. Um, but the real momentum Donald Trump has is in the disintegration of his opposition. Mm -hmm. So it's not – Americans that. yeah, okay, Iran, now what's new? So that's gone now. Maybe it'll come back as the – remember, the mullers don't want him reelected. So they could start trouble at any time to interfere in our process here, and I expect that to happen. Um, But that story is gone now. P. will be gone in two weeks. But the, the lack of a real viable candidate to take on Donald Trump is what gives the president momentum. Because all of these people, I mean, they haven't distinguished themselves. And they're weak. They're all weak. And if he were facing a Michelle Obama, for example, it would be a much different story. But he knows, and the Republicans know, that they don't have anybody to put up against him right now.
1: It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program today. Uh, more with Bill O'Reilly from BillO'Reilly.com coming up in 60 seconds.
0: Well, we're talking politics today, but you don't want to necessarily do that in polite company. But, like, yeah, way down below the list of desirable conversations, you will find E.D. No one wants to talk about E.D. You should talk about that with a doctor. Well, with Roman, you can do that, and it's easy. Uh, It's easy to talk about it with Roman. Uh, Go to get uh, in touch with a real doctor who can prescribe real medication. With Roman, you can get free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED from the comfort and privacy of your home. Doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if they think, you know, medication's the way to go, well, Roman can ship it to you with free two-day shipping. It's discreet. You don't have to go pick it up from anybody. Nice and easy. Whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. To get started, go to GetRoman.com slash Beck, GetRoman.com slash Beck, and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but that was before Roman came on the scene. You can complete an online visit today and connect with a doctor to take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash Beck and get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. It's GetRoman.com slash Beck for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash Beck. Ten seconds, station ID. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program on the 20th anniversary of the Glenn Beck Program. Glenn is out uh, with a family emergency, uh, very last minute, had to fly uh, up to Connecticut. Uh, He's asking you for your prayers, and we'd appreciate those, of course. Bill O'Reilly is joining us, and we were talking a little bit about sort of politics around the election. And it kind of struck me today as I'm looking at the news. Here's unemployment bill at 3.5%, the lowest in, you know, 50 years. Can a president lose a presidential election with economic numbers like this?
3: Yeah, he can lose if he makes mistakes, Um, because we're living in an age now where not everyone is doing well. I mean, you've got um, a lot of people in America who don't have the education or the skill set to rise above a certain level, but they want. The same amount of things that the affluent have. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and that's the gulf, all right? So you, you don't have, you're not primed to make a lot of money because you're not well-educated and you really didn't learn how to do anything um, that sets you apart in the marketplace. But you, you want the buying power of a $200,000 a year salary. And those are the people that are are disaffected, that that are, you know, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are going for those people. So it's all stacked against you. It's not your fault you didn't pay attention in school or Mm -hmm. take the time to learn how to fix something. No, no. It's the government's fault. So elect us and we'll give you all this stuff. That's what it is. So those people are always going to be there, um, no matter how good the economy is, but... You know, Donald Trump goes in with some pretty um, firm successes, and if he can capitalize on them, um, he'll win.
0: You mentioned uh, you thought Bill, uh, excuse me, uh, Joe Biden was the front runner, and really only Buttigieg with another uh, not another really small possibility. You don't think any of these socialists are a real threat? No,
3: no because. The uh, minority community, uh, which is the lifeblood of the Democratic Party now, mm-hmm. they're not going to vote for socialists. Hispanic Americans are not. are not. They know what happened in Cuba. They know what happened in Venezuela. They know what's going on in South and Central America. They're not going to vote for socialists. So you take them right out. Mm-hmm. Right Now, they may not vote for Trump, but they're just not going to show up. African Americans, a little bit harder to read that, But I don't see any enthusiasm in any African American precincts for socialism. None. I mean, uh, Jay Z, is he a socialist? (laughs) Is Beyonce a socialist? And And you laugh, but these are the most important people in the African American culture. Jay Z and Beyonce and Oprah, all right? They're the most important people. Are they socialists? So. You, they have no traction, Warren and Buddha Judge and uh, and uh, Sanders in the minority communities. None. It, it's How a, they win?
0: Yeah, it's interesting they too. Can't. You bring up the pop culture, and, and one of the things that was very one of Trump's biggest uh, reasons he was a television star back when he was on The Apprentice is because African American audiences love the guy. I mean, he had yeah, great ratings.
3: Like, yeah, they want mm-hmm. a pathway to achievement. I don't think minority Americans want the federal government with a boot on their neck, even if they're giving them stuff. Um, I just don't think that. I, I could be wrong on this, but I, I haven't seen anything that demonstrates minority voters are jazzed about sur- socialism.
1: So, so if the socialists in the race can't can't win, Bill, um, and I, I don't. I don't See Biden necess- winning this thing either. I mean, I, I see him winning the Democrat nomination, but he, I don't believe he can beat Trump.
3: What would well, it, it depends. What though.
1: would it take? I mean, what what would it, what would the circumstances have to be for Trump to lose to Joe Biden?
3: Well, I, I see. I'm much more um, cautious because if you look at the Electoral College map, last time around, Trump won 30 states, Hillary Clinton won 20, but the Democrats are a lock to win California, Illinois and New York. Mm-hmm. I mean that's mm-hmm. over 100 electoral votes. Yeah. I mean you're yeah, you're that's... starting there. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe Trump will win Texas and Florida, so y- yes, you're you're elevating there, but it's not a lock and minority voters, African Americans in particular will vote for Biden because of the Obama they association. Will. Yeah. And if Barack Obama and Michelle take to the campaign trail, which they might they don't have any use for trump if they get out there then it's going to be close even if biden is befuddled now in a one-on-one debate you would think trump could smoke them because biden's got all kinds of problems with ukraine with his past votes with his uh inarticulation uh he just can't get a sentence out yeah, and I think you'll see that again next week. Is you another know, Democrat debate next week, all right? And if Biden, you know, and he just he he just doesn't look like he has command. No, he doesn't. But I, if the Obama machine gets behind him, it's going to be close.
0: Bill O'Reilly from BillO'Reilly dot com is joining us. He's also the author of the number one bestseller, U- The United States of Trump, which you can get anywhere you get your books. We're going to come back on the other side with more uh with bill o'reilly and uh we'll tell you about the 20th anniversary of the glenn beck program which happens to be today glenn just doesn't happen to be here for it <laughs> we hope he's back why up. would he all right well yeah. Yeah, why would he be all here right. yeah, no, it's a lot to ask yeah see it is it is we're back with more here in uh, just a second Listening to Glenn back Bill is the type of runner who regularly places second or third in his age group at races he lives in Colorado and uh, a lot of the races he participates in are in the mountains so it was not much of a surprise a year ago when he injured his knees during a downhill section of the race uh, in which he was sometimes running more than 12 miles an hour which I've never even I, I, it's, it tires me to drive 12 miles an hour uh, to run it, it seems impossible uh fortunately bill knew about relief factor and began taking it daily bill is not the type of guy not, we're not talking about bill o'reilly here are we is bill is, we'll have to ask bill if he's a runner bill's uh, not the type of guy that uh, lets something keep him from doing what he loves and relief factor was there to help him make that stand today he runs his races through the mountains doesn't worry about it uh he knows about relief factor and he knows how it helps him get his life back and it can help you too when taken properly relief factor attacks the inflammation that causes much of our pain it works for 70% of the people who take it, and it only costs nineteen ninety five to start with their quick start trial. I mean, you've seen how the, the difference is made in Glenn's life. He's talked about it many times. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, like Bill, like Glenn, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com.
1: And if you want to hear more from conservative voices, go to the Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. And you'll get $10 off.
0: It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn here on the Glenn Beck program, joined by Bill O'Reilly. Uh, Bill has a new column out uh, talking about the way that the left, and the, you know, as you put it, Bill, the totalitarian left, and it's the way they seem more and more when it comes to college campuses, when it comes to politicians that disagree, media people they don't like, of finding a way to just cancel them out of the culture, get rid of them completely, because their ideas cannot be heard by the American people. They're just not smart enough to be able to handle it. Uh, and- yeah, one
3: of the themes. Mm-hmm. One of the themes of BillO'Reilly. We do four uh, broadcasts a week uh, of about thirty five minutes each, and then I write a column or two, and then a, um, a daily message of the day. and And I've been pounding this theme that the woke culture, and that's the uh, umbrella, is not really in business to improve the country. It's in business to silence the country. So last Sunday, uh, Peggy Noonan in The Wall Street Journal wrote a column that says the woke people are the most hated, her word is hated, um, folks in the United States of America. I'm not sure that's true yet, but they should be because they're in the death game. They want to kill people. And it's not a disorganized rabble. This comes out of very well-funded and organized organizations like Media Matters, the Bonner Group, Color of Change. There are maybe two dozen of them, most of them based on K Street in Washington. And they receive huge grants of money from people like George Soros. Everybody knows that name now. But there are... um, Thousands of people like Soros who fund these people. And their uh, dictum, their mandate is to target people with whom the far left disagrees and destroy them by any means possible. And that's what's happening. And you can see it, um, how the media loves this. It couldn't happen without the media's cooperation. Um, But they love it because the media in general is liberal, and if they can take out conservative voices and make it difficult for those people to appear on late-night TV or morning TV, that kind of thing, they get a step up in the culture war, and that's what's happening.
1: So you – you mentioned that they want to kill people. You're, you're talking more metaphorically than, than literally, right? Hey, look,
3: they wouldn't, if, if I died tomorrow. Or <laughs> they they, died, would, they died wouldn't tomorrow. shed a tear.
1: Yeah, that's, that's okay? true.
3: they'd break out the champagne. <laughs> these, these are vicious mm-hmm. people. Yes, these are people yes, are. who believe that their conduct is justified because the traditional conservative movement is so evil. I mean, they believe we're evil, mm-hmm. and, and I believe they're evil. So never the twain will meet. Um, but the advantage they have, in addition to the money, the vast money they have to do what they do, is the media's acceptance of them and promotion of them. I mean, that's why the Golden Globe Awards were so stunning, where you have this mm-hmm. Gervais, um basically saying, look, I'm a, I'm a Brit, and I'm never going to do this show again, Golden Globe. So I'm going to tell the truth about these people. Uh, These Hollywood people who have a vast amount of influence. And he did. The -hmm. next day, the L.A. Times cut his throat, Gervais's throat, and did everything they could to marginalize the truth that he said, that these Hollywood people don't know anything. They're ignorant. They're intolerant. And if you don't toe their line, you won't work in Hollywood. And that's true. And the same thing goes for Disney and AT&T and Comcast and all of these corporations that control the media flow in this country. It's a bad situation, and Americans should know just how bad it is. Now, I've
1: I've watched you, Bill, for 25 or 30 years, and I've known you for a decade. I I don't know that I've ever heard you use the word evil before. Is Is that a new thing? Is that a new realization for you or a new belief structure about these people?
3: No, I've used evil before in the sense that if you are a human being who wants to hurt other human beings, all right, hurt Mm -hmm. them, Mm -hmm. you're evil. Um, Now, if it's self-defense, everybody understands that. But if you are somebody who really devotes your life to hurting others, if you are a criminal, um, if you are an abuser of, of children, That's evil. Right. Yeah. And I'm seeing now a movement in this country that's being accepted that is at the same level of the totalitarian regimes of the past in the Soviet Mm -hmm. Union, in China, Mm -hmm. in Germany, where there was a – there were political parties that were bent on subjugating people and were going to do anything they could to accomplish that. Well, what's the difference? What's the difference? So – it is evil, in my opinion.
0: Hmm. It's, it's amazing, though, you know, given this context, Bill, you know, here's a, a huge group of people, very well organized, relentless, uh, just trying to shut people up. And if you read the, you know, the Peggy Noonan uh, column, you know, in a way, she almost seems optimistic about it, that eventually the American people are going to wake up and 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 toss this aside and, and reject it. Do you well, find that optimism? In,
3: in her column, and by the way, I'm not a big fan of hers mm-hmm. because she was uh, you know, one of the witch hunters and the misconduct stuff. Everybody was guilty. Um, but anyway, she thinks that someone is going to rise up and challenge these people. Well, who might that be? You're going to get killed if you do that. By the New York Times and the Washington Post and Hollywood and The View and and MSNBC and CNN. Who's going to do that? I mean, you would have to have billions of dollars and you would have to have hundreds of armed guards even to take them on. I mean, that's how bad it is. Now, yes, you have a conservative media. You have people on radio and television that stick up for traditional values. But it's a hundred to one against. I mean, you're overwhelmed yeah. by the other side, and that's where that's the state we're in. So I'm not optimistic that some white knight is going to come out. I don't know how that could possibly happen.
0: Bill, where uh, we know uh, people should go find you at com, as you oh uh, so uh, wonderfully outlined just a moment ago. What else? Uh, what else should people be aware of? The book is that the thing you're pushing right now.
3: No, no. The book is – we did very well with the United States of Trump, um, and I appreciate you guys helping us with it. We have a new killing book out May 12th, Killing Crazy Horse, The American Indian Wars, Mm. uh, which is unbelievable. Um, I think people will um, enjoy that. That is the ninth killing book, 17 million copies of my history books in print. Um, and if you become a BillOReilly.com premium member, you get the book free and first, so that's pretty much what I'm hawking right now.
0: (laughs) Very nice. Uh, Bill, did you have a 20th anniversary message for Glenn that you wanted to make sure he heard?
3: Well, first of all, I hope, you know, look, I've been friends with Beck for a long time, Yeah. Um, and and anything that is troubling him troubles me, so I'm, you know, just hoping that everything turns out. If I can do anything, you guys tell him that I'm here to do whatever he needs. But, you know, Glenn Beck is an interesting, and I, I don't want to spend a lot of time, I know you have to sell pillows and stuff. <laughs> 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 but if, if you step back and, and you watch what Beck does, he's different than, than me and, and others who are more traditional in this country and the media. Because Beck is, is basically what I call a true believer. I mean, he has a vision of what yep. America should be, mm-hmm. and and how people should participate in the country. And it's different than everybody else. And, and that's why I like, you know, I give mm-hmm. Beck a hard time. There's nobody that makes more fun of him than I do. <laughs> but when it comes right down to it, Beck is an important resource for this country. And um, I'm so happy that he's been successful in the 20th uh, anniversary. You know, he started... When he was 62 years old, he's 82 now. <laughs> and, you know, I just hope he can last as long as uh, he wants to last. All
0: right, Bill O'Reilly, BillOreilly.com. We're going to sell some pillows, but thanks for joining us today. <laughs> All
3: right, guys. Cheers. All right. Uh, 82, <laughs> <That's> huh?
1: <great. laughs> uh, 888-727-BECK. Uh, we've got much more where this came from uh, coming up on the Glenn Beck program with Patents, too.
0: So running a business, it's a lot like uh, asking you know asking yourself to juggle a bunch of flaming bowling pins that you've never even attempted doing before. Generally, someone's throwing darts at you while you're doing it. It's not easy work. If you have a company and you don't know your numbers, well, you don't know your business. You don't know what's going on. You need a dashboard. You need something that can unite all your departments under one software program so that they're talking to each other and feeding each other the valuable data that is completely crucial for you to know how your business is running. That's why you should check out NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud-based business management software that gives you the kind of the visibility and control that you need to grow. With NetSuite, you save time, money, and unnecessary headaches by managing sales, finance, and accounting orders, and HR, all of it instantly from your desktop or your phone. Take it from me, we've been doing, uh, we, we're, you know, we've seen this for a long time. Uh, we've seen the way that NetSuite affects businesses. Tons of you have already uh, been uh, have experienced this. But if you have a dashboard, it can save your business And you should try NetSuite today because nobody does it better. Schedule your free demo right now and receive their free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, at netsuite.com slash beck. Set up your free demo. Get your free guide today, netsuite.com slash beck. It's netsuite.com slash beck. This
2: is the Glenn Beck Program.
1: And Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program on his 20th anniversary. Uh, we will talk about why he isn't here uh, in just a few minutes, get into that uh, that story. Uh, but he and his his family and, and certainly Tanya's family could certainly use your your thoughts and prayers uh, today. Uh, you've found kind of an interesting uh, topic going on on the, you know, on the Twitters. On the Twitters, uh,
0: you? yes. You know, one out of every 50 million posts on Twitter has value. And people don't know that. A lot of people think there's just nothing on there. That could possibly be interesting. No, every 50 million posts, one of them has some value. Uh, This one kind of started a a bunch of uh, conversations. (laughs) Some of them are amazing. Someone tweeted, uh, tell me a story about yourself that sounds like a lie, but is absolutely true. (laughs) So, So something about yourself sounds like a lie, but is absolutely true. Okay. Here's one from Jessica. On my third day in New York, the two towers fell. On my third day after visiting New Orleans, Katrina came. On the third day after leaving Nepal, the hotel was bombed by rebels.
1: Uh, it seems like you're actually just responsible. Yeah. An Al-Qaeda rep- rep- representative? <laughs> sounds operative?
0: Maybe? Uh, not Not promising. <laughs> not promising. Um, I've been struck by lightning, sucked into a riptide, attacked by dogs, and a car fell on me. Not all at the same time. <laughs> wow, that's not even worth yeah, It's not that, at the
1: same time. It's not even. It would have been impressive if it all happened simultaneously, but mm. I'm not impressed now.
0: How about this one? I was uh, riding bikes with my daughter on Friday the 13th, and a black cat scurried across the bike path in front of us. My daughter said something about bad luck, and I began to tell her that it was only superstition when a bee flew into my mouth and stung me on the back of my throat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This one from Laura. Uh, I saw my neighbor lady, who had recently been hospitalized, walking in her backyard. Told her I was glad she was home and feeling better. She smiled at me. When I went inside and told my mom that the lady was home, mom told me she died at the hospital that morning. <laughs> oh, she, that's kind of weird so was she, so j- she yeah, the just, wrong person or was it a ghost no it was just a ghost wandering a, or oh, okay. a spirit wandering around in the backyard i oh. guess
0: afterwards i love this yeah. uh delivered 140 dollars of pizza to an nba player's house couldn't change two 100 hundred dollar bills so i told him i'd be back at the next stop i was held up at gunpoint ran it and called the cops the player calls to complain and the manager of course explains the situation he goes back to the player's house Said, uh, he says, I heard you had a rough time and tips, him, tipped him $1.68. <laughs> 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 oh, <it's
1: sus.
0: laughs> um, let's see. Uh, grade 7. Needed par- parental permission to go to the corner store at recess. My dad gave me a note covering the whole year, but nope. So he printed off and signed 100 undated letters. I kept them in my cubby and filled the date before recess. My principal was not impressed. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> probably not um let's see um both my wife and i were adopted as babies and neither of us found out until both sets of our parents died we later did separate searches of our birth parents and found out we were siblings we've yet to tell our four kids and might just not ever i don't think they should know you know there was that's crazy do you hear the story of the guy who uh, was running a fertility clinic and i guess you know look maybe you know not always busy you don't always have a lot to do with the fertility clinic, right? So he kind of got ahead. He wanted to get ahead for supply, if you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And apparently supplied hundreds of children with his own seed. Uh, he, he 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 fueled that whole process. Was very bored then, huh? He, very During bored. Mm-hmm. And apparently later on, uh, all these women found out that they had a kid with the same dude. And so all these, it, wasn't there like a Vince Vaughn movie about this? Yes. And it was they, The kids mm, spread yeah. out across the country that were all related and had absolutely no idea. Wow. I love the wow. one story where uh, a woman uh, in this uh, thread, a woman goes to, uh, goes on Tinder and is talking to some guy she's been flirting with and asks for his last name. And I guess in that world, like you hear the last name request and you're like, oh, they're just going to, they're going to look me up. So he says, uh yeah, yeah, here's my last name and just so you know when you look me up, you will find out that I'm a murderer. Yeah, kind of a funny joke. She thinks, "Ah, he's he's got a good sense of humor." She looks him up and uh he was a murderer <laughs> apparently in the middle of a murder trial. <laughs> but uh, nice. you know, I think online dating uh, might not be the greatest
1: solution. Yeah. Uh, to I your could world. throw a monkey wrench into a, a a relationship, I would think, uh finding out that, that the person is a is a murderer. Uh, tends to be a little bit of a turnoff for some people. Really, I mean, some people are so picky. You can't <laughs> even have killed people. Uh, I mean, if, even if it's one person, yeah, uh, and still carry on a
0: relationship with them. I mean, look if you've if you've gone fifty, sixty, seventy people, you've offed, uh, you know I can understand then I some understand. hesitation.
1: Yes, okay, but, but, when but one, one person. I mean, we've all had those days. Come on, who hasn't? You know, uh, as Jeffy was, who hasn't killed a person or two along the way? <laughs> <laughs> 888 727 Beck is the uh,
0: phone number. So uh, Glenn Beck has a message for you here on his 20th anniversary. He's out with a sort of family emergency going on. We'll tell you a little bit about that coming up and uh, his thoughts about the last 20 years on the Glenn Beck program.
5: Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security but for your home now think about the security that fortune 500 companies use that is exactly the kind of security that you get with simply safe if there's a break in simply safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime which means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for just anybody else's burglar alarm with simply safe you get comprehensive protection for your home with outdoor cameras and doorbells entry motion glass break sensors all of it. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24/7 by live security professionals, and it's 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com/glen today and get a free Simply Safe security camera. Normally, a hundred dollars, and you get it today free. That's simplysafecom Glenn. That's simplysafecom Glenn. She knows she kind of <laughs> lost her voice. She feels okay.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: she lost her voice.
1: Yeah, she and, sounded really bad yesterday. I mean, yeah. you, know, you like, know, she was really sick.
0: Yes, and when she loses her voice, look what we lose. You know, her and, and replace with Jason. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, not good. I mean, we That's didn't not do anything wrong, did right. we? Commit some crime? No. To, to deserve that? No. Not our fault. We don't deserve it. We didn't. We didn't.
1: Five seconds.
0: <laughs> just over there staring at us. Uh, all right, triple eight seven twenty seven. back is the uh, phone number. Uh, Glenn is out today. However, today is his twentieth anniversary. Here on the uh, on the radio, uh, a show that started at 970 WFLA, The Mothership, mm-hmm. uh, began uh, the show, and we went through the 2011, I mean, we should go through some of the stuff we've covered over oh, the last man. 20 years of doing this, because yeah.
2: it's,
0: it's a been lot. a lot of crap, man, it's a, it's a lot of crap, we'll get into that, uh, and you know, it feels like you go through all those stories, <laughs> now we have all those stories going on in the same news cycle, like, <laughs> it's the stories that are that big all the time, yeah. we'll get into that and more, coming up here on the Glenn Beck Program, it's Pat and Steve.
1: enlightenment. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight, seven, two, seven, B E C K. Were you actually, were you still in Connecticut at the very beginning? I'm trying to think of, uh, whether you went down, you, cause you didn't immediately go down to Tampa with correct. Glenn, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: For about a year. Yeah, uh, I was uh, in Connecticut as, uh, before, as Glenn started, although he had done some talk shows for, uh, our sister station and now affiliate WELI uh, in mm-hmm. uh, in New Haven, uh, as well as WABC in New York, uh, but then went to WFLA to start it up 20 years ago today, 20 years ago today. It's
1: amazing. It's amazing. All right. We got we got that. Uh, we got so much more. Uh, we'll tell you the uh, share. the the post that Glenn uh, posted earlier this morning in just a few minutes. Plus, we got uh, some interesting global warming news for you. Uh, we'll get into that. And uh, much more coming up in about 60
2: seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: For Jamie, there came a day when life hit rock bottom. Someone broke into her car and stole all of her forms of identification, including her social security card. How can you leave that in your car? Driver's license and credit cards. By the time this person was done with Jamie, she couldn't even use her own ID. She was broke. Her credit was ruined. It takes a long time to recover. But when she did, she went uh, looking for something to keep this from happening Again, and that's when she discovered LifeLock. And, you know, when you get LifeLock, you know this isn't going to happen to you because it's a, uh, you know, it is a, it is a real protection. Uh, Jamie isn't alone trying to protect herself anymore, and you don't have to be either. LifeLock can detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number being for sale on the dark web. And if your identity is stolen, LifeLock's U.S.-based restoration specialist can work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. LifeLock can see threats that you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% on your first year by using promo code BACK. Promo code BACK. Well, 1-800-LifeLock is the number or go to lifelock.com use the promo code BACK for 25% off. It's 1-800-LifeLock.
1: Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program uh here this is what uh Glenn posted earlier this morning yeah. is it on
0: Instagram I think it's I believe it's on the gram
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know that's what I call it the, the gram. gram yeah because I want people to know you're
1: really in the know and you're really hip on the gram yeah
0: sometimes yeah. sometimes I'll just call it insta really And other times I'll call it the ig you know because I because I mm-hmm. you know that's why I'm, I'm on the the tiktok as well so make sure you check me out there on the on the tiktok uh no I'm not uh, so, <laughs> sorry, I'm an adult. So, uh, Glenn uh, was on Instagram and he talked about I because mean, it's 20 years and two days ago he got married to Tanya, uh, and uh, we were there, uh, Pat, and mm-hmm. and and got to go to um, a wonderful hamburger dinner uh, right afterwards at a fast right. food joint, um, and then two days after that he moved to Florida and started ta- his talk radio show. Uh, here's what he writes: He says, uh, "20th, it's today's my 20th anniversary of doing talk radio. 20 years." In many ways, it seems like yesterday. In others, it seems like I've been doing it for a thousand years. A lot of that has to do with working with Jeffy. Uh, That part of it always seems a lot longer. It engages you. Yeah, it (laughs) does. Yeah. I've been blessed to work with some of the best people in all of radio. Stu, Pat, Dan, Jeffy, Sarah, just to name a few, who have been with me the whole time. Pat, for 30 years next year. No,
1: it's actually this year. It's this year? It's already 30 years, yeah. 30 years. A little hurt. I'm a little hurt that he didn't realize that. Our anniversary is coming up as well, and
0: Oh like, oh, oh, oh gosh, Pat, don't cry.
1: Thirty-year anniversary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you started with him in Baltimore mm-hmm. in nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. That's a long yep. freaking time ago. It's amazing how this stuff happens. <laughs> it seems like it goes so fast. Yeah. Uh, Glenn writes, I cannot thank all of the uh, all of those who have crossed my path and made me a better broadcaster and man, as well as those we currently work with, uh, and make me sound better than I am. But truly, one of the top five greatest blessings of my life has been able to serve you, the audience, the greatest 50 million monthly Americans to ever come together as an audience. Tanya and I think of you as friends because, well, you are. I don't get to see you when, uh, when we hang out. But you are the most well-read, loyal, entrepreneurial, honest, and charitable audience I contend has ever been assembled in TV or radio. It's hard. I mean, a lot of that stuff is really hard to argue with. I mean, the charitable thing in particular. It. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the, the, the mm-hmm. way that this audience has stepped up for people in need over the years, and that's something that the audience never gets their due credit for. Mm-hmm. The media never fawns over all the millions of dollars this audience has given and to help people.
1: This audience has literally given tens of millions mm-hmm. of dollars Incredible. for various causes. Tens of millions saving Christians in the Middle East, mm-hmm. stopping people from being uh,
0: trafficked, sex slaves. yeah, and sex slavery. Back to uh, um, you know tons and tons of veterans' causes, uh, you know, soldiers that have gone and been injured or killed, their families, food kitchens for
1: homeless people. I mean,
0: across the board. Yeah, children need. I mean, it's been really an amazing experience to see that actually happen because mm-hmm. we talk about how important um, you know charity is. Because we argue all the time that we want government to do less. You know, when Mercury won, his charitable organization started, that's what they used to use, that tagline all, all the time. It was, uh, you know, if we want the government to do less, we need to do more. And this audience has taken mm-hmm. that uh, to heart in a, in a real way. Yeah. Um, Glenn writes, uh, Tanya and I think of you as friend. Oh, yeah, we got to do that part. Let's see. Uh, you challenge me, he writes. Let me know when I am wrong, yet do something that just isn't in fashion anymore. Remain my friend even when we disagree. Thank you for allowing me to share your journey with you. It has been a great joy to make you laugh, cry, see something a new way, explore life and history, think out of the box, and stand shoulder to shoulder for the God-given rights given to all mankind by a loving creator. I know I am not good enough to have accomplished all that we have on my own. And I will agree
1: with him oh, wholeheartedly he's, I mean, on that point. That's probably the truest he, thing he even said yeah. than the, the whole.
0: He makes it sound like it could be close, like he's almost no, good enough, not but he's close. not. I mean, no. it's, it's a huge, <laughs> massive chasm. <laughs> <laughs> Between, or a chasm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> much of it was a blessing from god the mistakes however were all mine with that being said please forgive me for not being with you today as glenn is not here obviously today but he wrote this at 3:15 a.m eastern time and he had just landed in connecticut late last night tanya got word that her father had been rushed to the hospital and we needed to be by his side i hope to be back monday but will be gone tuesday as my daughter mary is going in for brain surgery tuesday at 7 a.m Please pray for my family, and if I may ask for one more prayer, one of my best and dearest friends is facing a fierce battle for his life today. His name is Dom. Please pray for miracles and grace. See you soon. So Dom and Mary and Vinny and, and really, honestly, a lot of people, man, going on right now. It's, it's, it's been a tough few months for this sort of stuff. Um, wow. And uh, it, it, it's something that you know everybody has to deal with at some point, but, man, it's, it's I feel like it's been a, just a wave of, 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 real, you know, close by tragedy and, and, and sadness in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. and just, you know, yeah. obviously everyone has to go through that at some point, but I know Glenn has had a, a real difficult time and has a lot going on in that area. And I know he really wanted to be here today. I mean, I, you know, he's twenty twenty 20 years doing a show that started at nine seventy WFLA 20 years ago, started off the first year of broadcast. I think he started in 18th place, uh, in the ratings, and then rocketed to twenty third place, <laughs> uh, which was great. But it was
1: rocket. It was rocket. It was a rocket ride. Yeah,
0: and uh, and it's interesting because Pat, you know, in his morning show career, you know, he he had some big stops, but uh, some mm-hmm. you know middling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't. I, middling is a good word, I think, for what he did until he mm-hmm. met up with you, right? And then had r- massive success massive. all the way up to outrageous number one. It was success. outrageous. Uh huh uh and you know started in talk radio in 18th place went to 23rd then i joined him and he went to number one so i don't know what huh. the lesson is exactly there huh. but i can tell you exactly <laughs> what it is uh <laughs> no uh so we started off think about this in 2000 glenn starts off mm-hmm. his first show on talk radio uh it's 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 he's struggling at the beginning he's finding his his way i mean glenn's an incredible broadcaster will someday be mm-hmm. in the radio hall of fame i'm sure Uh, and is you know incredibly uh gifted at what he does even though maybe some days on this program you can't necessarily tell that uh and but he starts off and he's getting his kind of feet getting his balance is this going to work as a talk radio host uh Mm -hmm. in tampa florida in 2000 when an election's going on you may remember centered a little bit around florida uh, with hanging chads and Mm -hmm. such so you're there for that election in florida uh about uh what was it maybe s- 10 months later um or eight months later i guess it was we went to we were got an offer to be nationally syndicated start a new show it was august 2001 you may notice mm-hmm. one month before september and it was going to
1: start the next january right it was going to start to- at the beginning of the year and then nine eleven happened
0: yeah and they moved up the launch so we kind of like you know. threw a network together threw a show together they didn't,
1: they didn't for some reason They didn't want to talk about relationship issues (laughs) with whoever else was doing the show at that time. Yeah, during nine eleven,
0: a little bit of a change up. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. we did that. I mean, we think of all the stuff that's happened, Pat. I mean, you go through the Iraq War, uh, the 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 uh, Mm. the the Kerry versus Bush election, which came down to Ohio, and we were out there with a giant waffle head uh, going around telling uh, you know that's right, (laughs) mocking John John Kerry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then you had uh, you know the, the economic collapse, Katrina. Uh, you had uh, the Obama election and all of that crazy stuff, and you know, in that period, you know, Glenn started his CNN headline mm-hmm. news show, and then onto the Fox News show with this, all that stuff with Van Jones, and then the the uh, mm-hmm. restoring uh, honor in Washington D.C. Hundreds of thousands of people gathering for that, all the restoring um, uh, events since. It has been a hell of a ride, a hell of a twenty years, man. It really has, and this audience has been there the entire time. Many, I mean, people I still hear from all the time who were listening those first days in Tampa, the, mm-hmm. sh- the fact that they stuck around through those days is a... Really a, something. Yeah, it's a feat of strength in and of itself. But to hang around for 20 years still listening to Glenn, I know he really legitimately appreciates it. And, you know, we talk about this off the air all the time, that this audience is, is something special. The fact that they've been mm-hmm. able to do the things that they've been able to do, you know, the, you know, the, the, the ways that we've been influenced by the audience over the years... You know, I'll never forget going... You know, we're doing the show in Tampa back in... This is the Terry Shivo days. And um, I was out at a, uh, a an all-you-can-eat buffet. Because I guess there was a buffet... <laughs> there was a buffet in Tampa that uh, threw out a big fat guy because he was eating too many crab legs. And it was kind of a big local story. Mm-hmm. So we decided to get uh, 10 of <clears throat> our fattest listeners to go to this buffet and just gorge themselves to see if we could get kicked out. So that's what I was doing. And Glenn was back taking calls on the local issue of the day, Terry Schiavo. Um, and he was on the other side of it. He was on the side of like, ah, you know what? I mean, look, it's, I wouldn't want to live that way. Let her die. Uh, you know, the husband seems to want it, whatever. And he got a call from a listener, one of the last calls on the show, who said, you know, Glenn, I've been listening to you for a year, and this doesn't seem consistent with you at all. Like, have you actually thought about this, st- this story at all? And it's funny because, you know, doing talk radio, Especially when you hear it being done by others, you can tell when the people have actually thought out the issue they're talking about. And it's not 100% of the time. Uh, uh, Newsflash. Uh, a lot of times it's just, you know, there's a, there's a little bit of rip and read going on occasionally in talk radio. And he, I, I don't know, he was being trying to be entertaining. He was much more focused on this big buffet issue going on in town. <laughs> and, and, you know, he's, he stopped and he, uh, he it really bothered him. I remember him telling me about this as we went into the weekend. You know it really bothered me like i i don't know why it, it seemed to he seemed to connect so he did something that i don't know that a lot of hosts do he went home and actually took the caller's advice and thought about it mm-hmm. and he came back Changes the next day on monday and said you know i'm totally wrong on this i i, I blew this one mm-hmm. and instead of just letting the story die or uh trying to massage it and as i was saying on friday uh, <laughs> i'm on this side of it he came out and just laid it out on the table <clears throat> This yeah. is what happened. I was wrong. I didn't think about it enough. I let you down. Here's what the real the, the truth is and you know he wound up becoming very close to the, the Shibo family and uh, who really appreciated mm-hmm. his efforts. I mean that was a, that was a big story in Tampa long before it was a national story uh, And you know I think that's one of the things that sets Glenn apart honestly as a host in that like he's willing to just come out here and just say, you know what I totally blew that one. that is very rare in talk radio. You don't hear it a lot. you don't hear it I mean you certainly don't hear it from the media today. I mean, you know, wouldn't it be nice to have CNN, maybe Allison Camerota, who's probably the worst offender on this particular topic, to come out one day and say, you know what? I said to you 20 times on the air that the dossier was confirmed and corroborated by authorities. And you know what? I got to just tell you, I, don't, I, I really believed it at the time. But you mm-hmm. know what? I was totally wrong on that. And you should know that I was wrong. And you should know Next time I come out with something like that, it's okay to have questions because I blew that one. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice?
1: But she's, she'll never do
0: that. You never hear that. She'll never you, do. That. You do hear it from Glenn, though. Yeah. And when he does get something wrong, he he does really mm-hmm. try to. I mean, and, and that's something that is difficult to do for your ego, and it's something that a lot of broadcasters mm-hmm. counterintuitive yeah, too. But tell you
1: not to do. Any because, consultant yeah. would say, "Don't do that." Right, because you're don't supposed to be that. the ultimate you authority. You got to be the authority. Right? Yeah.
0: You know, don't mm-hmm. admit your your uh your your lack of perfection. To the audience, right? Uh, but you know, I think that's what one of the things that we've loved about this show is that the audience is—you know—they're smart. They know. Mm-hmm. They know you're not perfect. They're—they're they're human beings, mm-hmm. and they also are not perfect. And we've been able to kind of go through 20 years of this together, and uh, hopefully. I mean, for Pat and I's sake, not too much longer because it really I I can't take anymore. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it's been able. It's been an amazing ride, and, and I know Glenn Shit, really, really appreciates has. it and wants to be here. So he's gonna. We're gonna go over some. He wants to. I know. Talk to you about it as well. But on this day, where 20 years ago, 970 WFLA launches this show, we appreciate not only their uh, affiliation with us, but all the stations and all the advertisers, and especially the audience. It's been an amazing ride, and hopefully a lot more. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven Beck is the phone number. So let me tell you about uh, Simply Safe. How much do you put uh, in... How much time do you put into thinking about home security? And beyond the sort of things that you value inside your home, we can't ignore those things, of course, but, you know, peace of mind, uh, your assurance that if someone breaks into your home, they're going to be the ones that regret it instead of you. Uh, home security often goes overlooked because it's complicated and expensive. And I got to say, like, that's a shocking stat. Only one in five homes has home security in 2020. That seems completely... Uh, you need to have something right now. Um, and Safe makes that easy. If there's a break-in, SimpliSafe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And, you know, you can actually see the faces on their video cameras, unlike a lot of security cameras out there. That means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm because there's evidence. With SimpliSafe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. All this is monitored 24-7 by security professionals, and you can set it up yourself, or Safe's experts can do it for you. There's no contracts, and you're spending, you know, about 50 cents a day. It's not much to pay for peace of mind. Go to SimpliSafeBeck.com today and get a free Simply Safe security camera. Normally $100, bucks, but you order today, and you get it for free. It's SimpliSafeBeck.com. Go there now, SimpliSafeBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
1: Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. Uh, this is kind of interesting because uh, at Glacier National Park the in Montana, the glaciers are melting. Uh, they put up some signs around the park to let you know that by 2020, these glaciers are going to be completely gone. Mm. They've had those up since 2010 or a little bit before. Uh, by 2020, wait, glaciers are gone. But it's but it's it's 2020 now, right? And right. now that's why they're they've removed the signs. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oops, because they're I, not just pristine meadows of grass. No, you no. Know, are there glaciers? There, there are glaciers at mm-hmm. Glacier National Park. You know, the thing is, I I grew up in Montana, so I've been to Glacier Park. I don't know how many times oh, we used really? to go all the time when I was a kid. And in the 70s, when I was growing up, they would tell us. These glaciers are are melting. They're going to be gone someday. Really? What is causing that? Well, back in the 1970s they were ridiculous and provincial and they didn't know about, you know, the CO2 that's killing us now. Oh. Back then they said it was the sun. <laughs> and I thought what a, what a what? ridiculous answer. It can't be the sun. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> They would tell you back then. They told the truth. Uh, the glaciers have been melting, you know, for 20,000 years. They're, they were here during the Ice Age. And now some of the ice, as you see, is gone. And some of it stuck around. But eventually it will be melted. Well, now, you know, then, of course, because it was the politically correct thing to do, they decided it was global warming and the CO2 was melting the glaciers. When instead... What is happening, actually, on some of the biggest, uh, most popular glaciers that are there at the park, uh, one of them, the Jackson Glacier, has actually grown by 25% since um, the last decade. Oh. 25% Now, is there a sign
0: was. telling people that? <laughs> no, there no. isn't. No. 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 This goes back to what we were just talking about. Wouldn't it be great if the sign went up and it said, hey here lies a sign we've buried it here under this under this memorial here lies a sign that used to stand here saying there wouldn't be any glaciers in 2020 we were totally wrong about that and would that just be nice again again like
1: you just said just when admit you're wrong it. just admit it admit it it would give you so much more credibility
0: yeah and they will not do it instead nope. they're just going to say these glaciers i think they're putting up new signs that are saying without a timeline now the glaciers are going to melt away.
1: Yeah. They've just taken the time. future generations, they say these glaciers will be gone. Well, yeah, they they probably will because they've been melting for 20,000 years. They're going to continue to melt. And one day they will have all melted, no doubt. Uh, It's just part of the cycles of the earth. Uh, It's better than if the the ice age comes back and everything turns to ice.
0: Yeah, one thing you note know, when you look at uh, world and human history, you'd rather have it be too warm than too cold. Absolutely. It's a very consistent thing. Yes. Uh, and that's why even like the UN reports from the INC, IPCC will say, you know, for, for a time, you know, we'll, we'll scare you about all the global warming terrible things, but for a time, there's going to be a lot of positive things. They think for about 80 years, the net will be actually be positive because obviously well, yeah, things like extra growth of, of vegetation... Food. Um, food. Will grow. Will grow. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention, uh, you know, uh, warm, more warm, warm temperatures in areas that are currently cold and killing people. Um, <laughs> you know, you have, you, have, uh, you know, really cold stretches. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to get people to live through those times. Warm weather can suck, but it usually is not killing people. And if it is right. to that level, we have these things called air conditioners. Um, And I know those are evil CO2 spewing machines, but they seem to help. They save lives. Yeah, they do all the time. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, again, this is another example where you'd have some more credibility if you just admit when you're wrong. It would be nice.
2: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: So uh, I want to tell you about Jason. Jason, one of the real estate agents we work with at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Glenn's company. Uh, They sent in a customer review email, uh, one of the customers from a woman named Jennifer, that was uh, sent to us about Jason. Apparently, Jason helped to turn what had been a very difficult home selling process into something that everybody was actually happy with. This can happen. You can be happy with your home sale. And you know why? Because, of course, he decided to, just like a lot of the real estate agents at realestateagentsitrust.com, put his nose to the grindstone, worked his butt off, Gave advice on various changes uh, that Jennifer and her husband could make to the property to improve its appearance. Uh, They got a virtual tour up. That always helps. Uh, He set that up. He juggled all these different offers and all these different appointments and everything that came in. And Jason just went out all out, uh, gave the job everything he had and then some, and Jennifer was incredibly happy. This is realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a company that Glenn started, and it's about having real estate agents that do a great job for you, that you can trust their values. Go there. If you're buying or selling a home, realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com.
1: Spend time with uh, Glenn this 4th of July. At Gettysburg, this is going to be a special event. Go to glennbeck.com slash restore to get all the details. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. Uh, Paul Krugman, New York New York Times columnist, mm. a, a guy who's a big believer in uh, Keynesian econo- e- 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 uh, economics, economics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. a guy who's a big believer in climate change, a guy who hates everything conservative. Uh, apparently, he's been hacked. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh um, Russians? It had to be the Russians, right? I, probably. Mm-hmm. Probably the yep. Russians. That's what um, they do. Yeah, that's what Russians. they do. They go right after these economists mm-hmm. all the time like this and load child pornography on their computer. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, I hadn't mm-hmm. heard about that
0: happening yeah. previously in a- any instance. I haven't either, but mm-hmm. I know
1: that's what they do. Oh, okay. Uh, because uh, he says, he's he tweeted out, well, I'm on the phone with my computer security service, and as I understand it, someone compromised my IP address ...and is using it to download child pornography. Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That was my thought. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Paul. Are you just getting out in front of something? Or maybe he was hacked. I don't know. But it's strange, Mm. isn't it? I mean, who announces that? So, why are you telling us about this? If your computer was hacked, we didn't even know about it. Uh, Nobody was talking about the fact that there was child porn on your computer. What are you telling us about it for?
0: Right. You think you talk to your computer security uh, You'd people, think so. Right. And maybe they would report it to the FBI mm-hmm. or something like that. I'm sure mm-hmm. uh, Krugman has been very critical of Donald Trump for not reporting uh, meetings and contacts to the FBI. Sure has, hasn't he? Uh, so I assume that he was going to do that right away. Right away.
1: Right away. But h- this is— He did is- say the New York Times is on it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so the uh-huh. New York Times is looking into his it. His employer. Uh-huh, his employer. With a, with a vested interest
0: in protecting his reputation. It's like interesting. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're
1: on it. That's good to hear. Uh,
0: that's good so... to hear. And, you know, look, the, the New York Times has never shown any uh, any possibility of protecting uh, its uh, people that have done things uh, that are
1: incredibly Shady wrong. Shady illegal. Or, uh, yeah. From, no,
0: never. From uh, all sorts of different scandals to... Plagiarism to defending the Nazi regime. Uh, there's a there's a good amount of uh, uh, stuff uh, yeah. over the years yes. so they've allowed to go through there. I, this is it is interesting. I mean, if you are in that spot, because this is kind of on the level of um, who was the musician that was he? I didn't he say he was, he was researching a book? That Pete they, Townsend
1: <laughs> from the Who. They found
0: him with child yeah. porn. He's like researching a book
1: uh, about child porn. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I think it did turn out though that he, was researching, that he was researching a book. That's what you go with I, I think, think. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. I think the answer. I don't think you tweet to everybody. No, Hey I don't, guys.
1: Yeah. Look out. I, I don't know if he's just trying to get out ahead of something um or you know maybe somebody really did hack his computer. I w- I, I don't know.
0: I I, I hesitate I to say any words of defense to Paul Krugman because I know, he's, he's such a an... terrible human being. Yes, he is. And uh would never ever acknowledge that someone on the conservative side no
1: if this was glenn you think he'd give him
0: instant you know
1: half a second worth of uh
0: pause not even no not even no i will say though and glenn has talked about this a a decent amount you can expect things like that a real hack um if this is real you can expect things like this to happen more and more often (laughs) Mm -hmm. particularly as they target public individuals i mean this is the conversation about deep fakes that we've had many times As, you know this has happened in other countries already around elections where politicians will be you know digitally altered to say things they didn't say and even though like you know maybe the the educated people who follow politics you know an audience like this that's listening to, to you know talk radio and understands and follows these, these things all the time they might not fall for it yeah uh, at this point because, you know, there's it might still be flawed. You can tell that's inconsistent with other things that people have said. But, you know, there's a large portion of, of, of the populace that will cast a vote and literally know nothing about these candidates. Nothing. Nothing.
1: Yeah, no they doubt They know about nothing it.
0: about it. All they do is watch Kardashians all day. Yep. And, uh, you know, maybe they heard Kanye talk about it one time, but that's about it. So for those people, mm-hmm. they may be fooled. And it's happened in, in other countries where manipulated videos have led to riots, to murders. Right. Um, In the the technology is so
1: good now Mm -hmm. I mean look what they did with with uh, Carrie Fisher in Star Wars did you I thought that CGI was unbelievable yeah with her and she's through the whole movie she's been dead for what three years I had no idea like completely gone for three years Mm -hmm. this is all CGI so both her her image and her voice Mm -hmm. simulated and you I, I couldn't tell I couldn't tell yeah. I, and, you know, you look, people are going to
0: believe this. You know, we have, um, we just went through this sort of Me Too situation where, uh, you know, the the tagline for the left for much of that was women have a right to be uh, believed. And that's, of course, not the, the legal standard and should not be the moral mm-hmm. standard either. You don't have a right to be believed. You have a right to be taken seriously. You have a right for, yeah. to be heard out if you have an accusation, of course. And mm-hmm. you should get justice if something happened. But that is uh, is a different line than wanting, you know, the right to be believed. But you look at these sorts of situations where the average person would say, "There's no way someone could get on my computer and download child porn." Therefore, this guy m- must be guilty, and that is the most direct line to the probable truth, right? <laughs> like you know, it's probably in most yes. cases it's, it's just more a, likely that
1: you did it yourself,
0: right? But when you talk about big public figures, it gets less likely. You yeah. know, I think I think a lot of times with the the Me Too situation as they went on. You know, a lot of people, when you there'd be this a lower non-public figure, and a, you know, like a an executive, you don't know their name at some company, and they get charged with, with uh, sexual harassment, it's much easier for the mind to believe that, as opposed to someone like, let's say, like Donald Trump, right? Where everyone understands, Donald Trump was accused of sexual harassment by, what, two dozen women? Mm-hmm. But everyone understands mm-hmm. there's a massive motivation to say bad things about Donald Trump. And who knows what's true and what isn't, but you have to enter that conversation with a level of skepticism because we all know we all know people wanted to take out Brett Kavanaugh, right? Mm-hmm. All it takes is one person to say something with no facts and we're supposed to get rid of this guy? Yeah. You, there's too much motivation. There's too much motivation to take him out. And it, it's difficult for the American people, I think, re- you know, sensibly, to take that seriously because you don't know for sure uh, whether the motivation is real. And when we come into this with, with public figures um, going through, you know, weird sort of scandals with hacking and deep fakes and all this other crap, that's going to increase as AI becomes more prominent. You're telling me that, you know, the Russian government, the Chinese government, uh, the North Korean government, who is, you know, s- supposedly able to hack Sony and release other emails, uh, Iran is known for their cyber attacks. At some point, someone's going to be able to pull this off, and it's going to be believable to people. And mm-hmm. it could sway an election. It could ruin lives. All of this is possible. So you have to allow for the possibility that Krugman is just an idiot in tweeting about his uh, about actually being hacked with child porn. There are other possibilities as well <laughs> Yes, that that are worth considering <laughs> in yes that there. particular case. Yes, there are. Hmm. I mean, this has happened with, uh, you know, because mm. if you're left enough, usually you get away with these things right like you could be mm-hmm. you could you, know, you could be bathing yourself in child porn and get away with it if you, if you if you like the taxes high enough that's kind of the way the policy works well there's this one guy uh George Luber, and it, the name's a, a bit unfortunate but he's the George He he's a, a top uh, climate expert with the CDC and he became a face of the how evil and anti-science the Trump administration was see what happened was the Trump administration came into power and they said you know we don't want we don't want to know anything about the climate we don't want the truth we don't want science that's what they did mm-hmm. and this guy got thrown out of, of his, his position as a top climate expert with the CDC because he was going to take it to the man he was going to say you know what co2 is bad you know what you got to stop driving those cars these bastards in the coal industry you i'm going to speak truth to power mm-hmm. and what did trump do fired him because he didn't want to hear that his beloved oil companies were guilty mm-hmm. of these environmental mm-hmm. crimes.
1: Protecting ExxonMobil, mm-hmm. Chevron, exactly Shell.
0: Mm-hmm. So two years have gone by since this happened, and he became a, a big cause celeb of the, of the left, where they praised this guy as the guy who would speak truth to power. Two years have gone by, and now we're starting to learn the facts around his departure. Um, and going through uh, BuzzFeed actually reported this to, to give them some credit because... A lot of left wing media wouldn't report this, I don't think. They went through a thousand pages of emails, calendars, text messages, sworn statements, internal CDC documents, and recordings, as well as interviews conducted by BuzzFeed News. Um, what they have found is five separate women who were accusing him of either harassing behavior or sexually harassing behavior, um, offensive behavior that they complained about. He was apparently a very uh, bad boss. And had everyone there pretty much hated his guts because he treated everybody like crap, and these allegations are really the reason why, according to BuzzFeed, that they that he was kicked out. Not the uh, I'm a climate uh, you know I'm a climate activist and I'm saving the planet. It was that he was you know abusing uh, allegedly uh, many of his underlings.
1: And where did he learn that? Donald Trump. <laughs> That's right. He didn't do it before the Trump administration. Yeah, right, right? And then he went
0: right into it as soon as Don got the job.
1: Donald Trump. Yep. <laughs> Shocking.
0: Shocking. <laughs> they will find out Rachel Maddow will be on TV with that exact model yes, tonight. Yes, she will.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, if we're going to bet on you, I bet uh, maybe you like the idea of saving money. Am I right? Well, let's ask you uh, this one question. Are you willing to spend 10 minutes to try to do just that? The salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing can help lower your interest rate or uh, they can help you access cash to pay off high-interest debt. You can save up to $1,000 a month or more. Uh, You know, if you've gone through the last year and uh, you're maybe, you know, the economy's been really strong, uh, unemployment 3.5%, lowest in half a century, and there's been some good news. Maybe you've been able to put a little money away. Maybe you've been able to pay off some debts. Maybe you've added to your savings a little bit. Well, interest rates are really good right now, and if you're a responsible person financially, you might find a 10-minute call to American Financing changing your life. It's only 10 minutes out of your day. Give them a call. American Financing is a family-owned mortgage company that's been helping people for over 20 years. They're the real deal. I've dealt with them myself. They're great. Uh, they frequently save their customers up to $1,000 a month, sometimes even more. And they have an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau, plus 4,000 Google reviews. They're the real deal. We've been talking to you about them for a very long time. Don't wait. Call them today. Call American Financing, it's 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net.
4: American Financing Corporation, uh, NMLS uh, 182334, uh, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
2: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn. We hope he's back Monday. Had a family emergency late last night. And uh, we're, we're, we have him in our, our prayers as well as uh, his family and uh, friends around him uh, as uh, they're trying to figure out uh, a couple of serious things. But we hope uh, they turn out well and we'll be back here on, uh, on Monday. Uh, interesting story. One of the strangest stories I think I've ever read. This is... Um, it's coming in in Washington state talking about a public notification meeting uh, for the placement of a sexually violent predator uh, at a group housing facility. Um, Locals uh, didn't necessarily like the idea of a sexual predator who may be violent uh, in his, in their midst in their community, which is somewhat normal.
1: Uh, Understandable. He's in his late
0: sixties, this guy. And, they went through um, some of the violations he had of policy at the group home he was at, and they were trying to get him kicked out. Um, some pretty recently, as far as, uh, late as, uh, October, November of 2019. The list includes uh, discontinuing uh, a prescribed medication, which is a violation of a direct court order, uh, f- failing to follow staff directives, contact with a minor, failing to comply mm. with GPS monitoring requirements, Displaying of unsafe, aggressive, and intimidating behavior towards other staff members of the group home, and possession hmm. of unapproved material, um, and then, in parentheses, it outlines the uh, the material that was unapproved. It says uh, possession of unapproved material (parentheses), possession of a book about Glenn Beck. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> Now, so the guy was he was reading about Glenn again <laughs> apparently, and that's not allowed. I have so uh, many questions. Yeah, there's
0: first of all, I am going <clears throat> to go, <throat> and it is written specifically this way: a possession of a book about Glenn Beck, not by Glenn Beck. So I don't know. Maybe it was one of these. There's a there's a large swath of books by liberals uh, criticizing uh, Glenn. So it could potentially be that, or who knows? I mean, I have no idea. We d- we don't screen the people who buy the books. Who knows? Uh, But beyond that, why would a book about Glenn Beck be uh, uh, material that is unapproved? Uh, Like it's a violation essentially of his parole or it's a violation of his ability to live in a particular home because (laughs) Glenn Beck appears (laughs) on a book? (laughs) That is a really weird story. Yeah, it is. Is that true? I mean, I, I know we have huge numbers in prisons all across America listening to this program. Is that true? Or do you guys... (laughs) <laughs> Did they try to take your Glenn Beck books away? Because <laughs> that's sad. That's sad. I mean, you the one moment of enjoyment uh, for all of these horrible uh, hardened criminals around America just want to read a book about Glenn Beck, and they can't do it now. So it's a good story for the twentieth anniversary of the Glenn Beck program. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's been uh, it's been a, an interesting ride, and I don't think I saw it ending with a story about how. Uh, Violent sexual offender was reading a book about Glenn. It's <laughs> that's, that's a weird world you're in. Uh, I will say Glenn may want to uh, get a security people to make sure they understand uh, if this guy is uh, a threat of any sort. Because if you're reading an anti Glennbeck book, and you've gone through this uh, situation.
1: I don't know. I, I'd if like to know. It was an anti glenn book. I don't think it would be not approved. I think it'd be fine with that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you I think? think? Yeah. Well, I think it's probably a pro glennbeck book. I mean, book, it could be why. one of these
0: things in a group home where they're <laughs> saying like, all these people living together, we want to cause fights, so no politics. You know, oh, no, maybe it could be something like that. Maybe you know. Yeah. But either way, yeah. uh, you're right. Like usually, because we get calls all the time. We're like, hey, I was trying to go on the on Glenbeck.com, and it's just blocked. You know, my company or my library or my school is blocked. Glenback.com is an offensive site. It's like, look, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of pictures of Glenn, and those are offensive to many. But <laughs> generally speaking, it's just the news site.
1: Generally speaking, he is fully clothed. Yeah, so, and
0: 70, 80% know. of the pages, Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's that one section that, you know, <laughs> that I would block that one section. <laughs> uh, but that's that's behind a paywall. you got to pay extra to get that. Uh, all right, well, we'll uh, see you on Monday. Have a great weekend.